Hey, Neil, uh, excited about the corporate meetings tomorrow? What corporate meetings are those? The ones they're making all of us dildos go to, except you. What are you talking about? Oh, we've been forced to go to a meeting to listen to some PR guy give us advice about policy. Policy of what? I guess, I don't know, the corporate policy. I'll tell you the Read the memo. There's a memo. Yeah, there. let's hear the memo. I want to hear about it. Nobody sent me a copy. On Clearance, Wednesday, you idiot. August Clarence is too busy 20th. servicing Scruan back there in the sales department. On Wednesday, August 20th, Matt Trotman Russell from the corporate office will be here for mandatory meetings for all employees. This meeting is to bring us all up to date on corporate policies. We will have two meetings scheduled to try to accommodate everyone. You need to only attend one of the meetings, either in the a.m. or p.m. It's important that everyone attend the meeting. If you don't come, you will be fired. No, it doesn't say that. Uh, but that's what it says when I read Greg Reed. <laughs> if you don't come, Here's me at corporate meetings getting advice from PR guys. They did that once to me in San Francisco. I had to go listen to some guy from the 49ers tell me how I should talk about the football franchise when I was on the air. And the entire meeting, I picked my oh, nuts and Somebody sold on a bill of goods again. Is this the same asshole that the uh, consultant that they had uh, with those... With those uh, ding dong schools out there in uh, San Diego? No, no I'm going to eat. From, uh, the West Coast. I'm going to eat Howie's all morning, and I swear to you, in the middle of that meeting, if it's the last thing I do, fart. I'm going to the biggest fart. Yeah. And I'm going to say, I'm and sorry, sure Mr. Trotman. I have, stand up and rip it. I'm sorry, Mr. Trotman. I may have swamp ass right now. May I please be excused to go yeah. blow ass in the bathroom? Well, what's, what's Moe's excuse going to be? Because he's got crotch rot. Oh no, he's going to end to get his mullet fixed. For you, I'll tell you, yesterday I have the greatest luck. Yesterday I come in here at ten past nine. I never listen to the station up here, but I just sat down, opened up the pot, yeah. and there you were. The greatest hatchet job on the mole, man. I, I gave you a sitting ovation, man. I was grabbing my groin. I was so excited. Why? With what? I don't know what he's talking you were, about. You were going on for five minutes about how he uh, sucks uh, Jay Fiedler's ass and oh, about yeah. how they play each other like a fiddle. Well, they and all no credibility. Every, now, come on, Every come single on. guy here thinks that whenever they interview athletes, they give them the biggest smoker of their life. Vince Lombardi standing on yeah, the sideline talking to these guys. I don't, got a clue. I don't interview any athletes. They're all idiots and drug right. dealers. In addition to which, when you're going to do play-by-play, -play, one of the first rules is don't get close to the athletes. Don't get too chubby, because then you have no credibility. That's right. Except when I did the Absolutely. NHL, um, I, I went out drinking and doing Playboy Playmates with them. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't care about any of them. Uh, they all have second-grade educations. I took Ray Whitney and his wife out to dinner with Ruth Chris. He's very quick. He is quick. That's what she said. That guy can skate Sports like work. a mother. Yeah. He got he, he went somewhere new this year. Where where did he go? No, he did not. Oh, yeah, he signed with Detroit. He signed like a, a four year thirteen yeah. year contract with the Red Wings. Yeah. Ray Whitney nice has a huge pair. <laughs> uh, here's here's the copy. Here's the copy. Now look at this. This must be a big meeting because there's four squiggles under Greg under his signature, as, as opposed to the usual three. There's four squiggles on here. Yeah, and now this week, uh, Duff's on the on the road. Every week, someone's Duff's on a rag. Yeah. Every, every week, someone's Clarence gone. Clarence is servicing Scruan. Clarence actually is dressed up uh, very nice today, and Lou Ann is about as productive as my MR2 from he ADA. He said he had to go back there for some action because Beast cut him off this Dude, week. They couldn't sell me, if, me. They couldn't sell me if I had your ratings. Because you're crude and you're lewd and disgusting. Whatever. Right? Wait till they see my ratings. Yeah. And then I'll do nothing for them. This is the new game I play. You don't want to do anything for me when I get. Big fat ratings. I'm going to be the biggest prick they've ever met. How do you like them apples, Neil? Have a nice Let, day. Let's hear a line from uh, the Beast about uh, the Big D. Let's if hear. If he it. doesn't stop blowing the Miami Hurricanes on my radio show, he won't be on it very much. It is longer. disgusting. He switched from Clarence to the Canes. Gee, what a shame! I can't be there for the corporate meetings. You know. 
Yeah. The hurricane yeah. fucking blows. He's a superstar. He's in his pants. In the end, he's in his pants. Keep it in his pants. But he went too far. Keep it in his pants. On a beautiful day. When he called her to his fleet, she was shot there still. He was hanging to his feet. He didn't ring a bell. Keep it in his pants. Can't keep it in his pants. So he ate the food. And they had a kiss. That's what they got to do. He said, look at this. And as he said, she said, as they both looked back, on the upside, she's lucky it wasn't shag. Can't keep it in his pants. Can't keep it in his pants. That day in Eagle, Colorado, he won the bad luck lotto, but now he's changed his motto. Now Kobe knows he's got a good lawyer to beat the cheerleader or he's through. His wife won't say a thing with a big old honking ring or he's Okay, it's a 10.05. You know what I did there at the beginning? I hit F8 instead of F10. Just a well, little technical thing there on the inside. You want to know why? Because I've been dubbing all that stuff. Well, F that. Yeah, exactly, F them all. Well, too bad I can't come into town early as in tomorrow because I'm not going to be there to, for the <laughs> for big the corporate meeting. meetings. Yeah. To bring us all up to date on corporate policy. See, the, right off the bat, I get suspicious because this guy's name is Pat Troutman Russell. Any, <laughs> anybody that's got three names, I'm yeah. always very suspicious of, you know? Again, it is, so I guess you're going to be going to the 2 p.m. meeting. I reckon. And then after the meeting, you can, like, fax me a whole bunch of propaganda and stuff about, well, we all just got fired or they stole the, sold the station, something like that. They sold the station deal. They're going to pay you off those last three years. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I got my legs together and my palms together. So we have a little bit of breaking news from a Baghdad again. We just had an experience in this country with a blackout. If you want to convince the Iraqi people that the American and coalition program isn't working, Take out the electricity, take out the water, go after symbols of government, and make it impossible to get to the markets. Well, let me go back to the significant. Yeah, they just had another uh, bah, car bomb blast at the U.N. headquarters in Baghdad. At least three dead, dozens injured. And this is going to be, uh, get used to it, you know? Yeah. And what he just said, I'm glad I potted that up just at the propitious moment, because what he just said is true. We suffered here. I say suffered. You know, everything is relative. We went for t uh, 14 hours, 13, 14 hours in Toronto. Last Thursday and Friday overnight without electricity. And I'm going to tell you something. It ain't fun. Ain't fun. No supermarkets, no restaurants, no air conditioning, no nothing. Luckily, in this building, at least they had the uh, generator power, so they had the one elevator working. Can you imagine living like on the 82nd floor in no. some of those buildings in no, New thanks. York? No. Holy crap, and schlepping down the stairs. Forget about schlepping back up. See, if you live like on a oh, if you live on a high floor like that, you make up your mind that once you go down, you're not going to go back up. You see what I'm saying? You better have some place to camp out and hope that it doesn't last too goddamn long because you're sure as hell not going to schlep up because if it's like 80 floors, that's 160 flights. That's like mountain climbing. Am I right? In, in most buildings, it's like double whatever the number of floors right. is. There's two landings, so it's like 160 flights. Who the hell is in shape to do that? I don't know. And like in my building, I noticed that the there's mostly young people in this building, thank God. But it is, but most of the older people, they live like a way, a way up uh, on the top floors. What the hell is that all about? Oh, they like the view. 
Is that what it is? Sure. Oh, pigeons. Pigeons, too. So that's really something. And you notice nobody sent me a copy of this memo. Clarence, once again, of course, he's in a meeting. I can't rip him too much. He's in with Scoran right now. Yeah, I lost my copy. I trying to figure it all out. Man, can you imagine what's inside of her? Oh, my God. Besides the obvious. She must have stuff crawling around inside her body from before Jesus was a baby. Oh, by the way, speaking of Jesus, how about that Mel Gibson, huh? Oh, Holy yes. crap, he's got the Jews pissed off, the Catholics pissed off. What an asshole. Always told Jesus you about him, Christ. didn't I? Yeah, you're always sucking up to Mel Gibson. Oh, I'm delighted they're all pissed off. Yeah, I hate Mel Gibson. He should only die a wicked death. Anyway, on listen, speaking of the blackout, which I'm going to talk about at length, Al-Qaeda, and how come this isn't in the mainstream media yet? I have two different articles on here, and both from Arab uh, publications. This from the WorldTribune.com, and the other one is from some uh, schmatahead, uh, whatever. Here it is from Memory. This is from Lynn's website. Lynn, that you ripped an ass last week, I understand. Oh, not much. The hell you didn't. You ripped her a major ass. Based on what? Just because she wants your job in the summertime? No, oh, I'm supposed to. Get over it. You're not getting it, Lynn. Anyway. Al-Qaeda claims responsibility for last week's blackout, Al-Qaeda's Abu Hafs brigades. And you'll notice, before I read this story, you notice last week, within like 30 seconds, just a, a matter of seconds. About 30, man. Here's El Presidente uh, opening up a big mouth. Oh, well, we know for a fact this isn't terrorism. We don't know what it is. but it is. How the hell do they know that when they still aren't really sure? You know, we know it was Cleveland, right. a mistake by the lake. And we know that it was his close, his close personal buddies again. First Energy... First Energy Corporation, which is like the Enron of the East Coast now. Same thing. They're good buddies with El Presidente and his uh, vice commander and thief, the Energy Czar, Dick Cheney. It's uh, it's more of the same thing. More incompetence, more uh, cutbacks, more uh, employee layoffs, more trying to do everything on the cheap. They had a nuclear plant that damn near went up. They had boric acid uh, eating through the roof of their nuclear plant, and then they had another meltdown. But at any rate, why worry about these things? Al-Qaeda, Al-Qaeda's Abu Hafs Brigade has claimed responsibility for the blackout last week in the northeast and midwest. A communique by the Abu Hafs Brigades made reference to Operation Quick Lightning in the land of the tyrant of this generation. It was published as the third communique by the brigades. And the first accepted responsibility for the downing of an airplane in Kenya. Can you believe it? Yeah, the, sec the second accepted responsibility for the Jakarta bombing of the Marriott Hotel, August 5, 2003. And the new communique says that in compliance with the orders of Osama Yamama to strike the American economy, the brigade struck two important electricity supply targets on the East Coast, according to the Middle East Media Research Institute. The brigade say they can't reveal how they did it because they'll probably have to use the same method again soon, it says. The communique also claimed that the operation was meant as a present for the Iraqi people. Some of the Iraqi people or their uh, buddies, their allies now, who are busy blowing up the UN and the other uh, and the water uh, water supply, and then of course the uh, the oil pipeline to Turkey. Of course, all of these things within just a matter of days. Get used to it because this kind of crap is going to be going on every single day. Nice going, W. Nice going, baby. And of course, it was all well worth the while, wasn't it? What did, what did we accomplish sure. by all of this? What is it that we accomplished? We're, we're safer now. Uh, oh, yeah. There's no more terrorism. Right. Uh, it's free to fly now. Right. We go got to, Saddam right. and we got Osama, right? You, right? We got Osama. You can go to any mm. foreign country and be received and, with open And Mullah Omar. We got mm -hmm. both of them, right? And the price of gas is next to nothing. <laughs> yeah. And now, now the price of... Wait, wait till this winter, boy. Do you see the price <laughs> of heating fuel? Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. My, my, my. Although we do have the Iraqi vice president in custody. A former Iraqi vice president on the coalition's most wanted list is U.S. custody. Kurdish and U.S. officials told CNN today, Taha Yassin Ramadan, 
number 20 on the coalition's most wanted list, and the uh, 10 diamonds in the playing card deck of suspects. Is, is that, you know what that's like? That's on the same level with Arnold. The, <laughs> no, isn't it? The playing card deck of right, suspects. Yeah. Here's a deck of cards, and he's the ace of uh, the ten of diamonds, and here's the ace of spades, right. and all this other crap. They should have used go fish cards, and then I would have liked the deck. Better. Oh, my God. Okay, we'll give you the results of yesterday's uh, pull by George, which could have been the worst pull you've ever taken. All right, a new record. I mean, the, no, the, the concept was good, but the question was poorly we, phrased. We that's, struggled. Uh, the, we struggled all You struggled, yeah. And we're going to struggle again today, but that's okay because I don't really care. And this is the last week of the summer schedule, God damn it. Next oh, week right. it's back to Neil five days a week. Oh. What kind of crap is that? I don't well, know. In, in fact, when you're at that meeting tomorrow at 2 o'clock <laughs> yeah. with the Patrick uh, Trauman, uh, Winkin Poof the third, whatever the hell his name is, stand right up in the middle of the meeting and say, hey, Neil uh, is going to renegotiate this deal. This summer deal sucks. It's too short now. It sucks. It was longer before? It was a hell of a lot longer before, and now it's like uh, you need a flashlight and batteries to find it. <laughs> Ten thirteen at 560 WQM. Need to sell your home fast? Fast cash home buyers buys houses fast, hassle-free. Fast cash home buyers buys houses in any condition, location, and for any reason. Do you need to sell your house fast? Does your house need a new roof, flooring, or any other repairs? Don't throw money away on costly repairs. Stop and call Rod today at one 866 785-FAST, F-A-S-T, for a no-obligation, hassle-free offer. At Fast Cash Home Buyers, they can help solve your housing problems. If you have a vacant house, if you're tired of dealing with a problem tenant, maybe you're going through a nasty, smelly divorce, call Fast Cash Home Buyers. Maybe you're one, two, three payments behind or inherited a property that you just don't want. Fast Cash Home Buyers can help you call Rod today at 1-866-785-FAST and let Fast Cash Home Buyers give you peace of mind. Fast cash home buyers will buy your house today. You won't have to pay any real estate commissions either. Call Rod at 1-866-785-FAST, F-A-S-T, for a hassle-free offer, and let fast cash home buyers solve all your house problems. Did he tuck it or did he cock it? Covering that whole Liberian soil Fixing that whole thing With weapons that we bring No more turmoil beginning to boil Wasting our time again in Liberia, Bill Searching for our pieces for an assault Some people claim we got George Bush to blame And you're right Uh It's all George Bush's fault Absolutely it's 110 in the shade in Basra in Iraq. They were just uh, talking on MSNBC on the uh, Make Believe channel. Yeah. They have no water. They have no electricity. They have no food. But other than that, they're doing great. Oh! Let's hear it. Well, who cares about them anyway? 110 degrees. And they have no, I mean, air conditioning in the desert. Forget about it. Aren't they animals anyway? I mean, what, what the hell are we talking about here? We had one day here in the Northeast and Midwest with no electricity, and it was a bitch. And people are, like, crapping in their pants, which is, I guess, not a good place to do it because you can't do the laundry. You can't do anything. 
That's, that's one day. And these people have gone on, let's see, March and April and May and June and July. This is like the sixth month now for some of these people. Right. With no electricity and no running water. And they must talk about smelling like a bad day at the zoo. Woo. Can you imagine the I stench? Know. I don't want to. Oh, my God. Must be like the aroma of those dolphin exhibition losses, you know what? As Mad Dog would say, the stench of cow manure. Just unbelievable. So anyway, we'll, uh, I'm going to talk about that experience last week. Here's George's pool. Oh, is that the uh, retired guy? It's got to be. Here's Hialeah. Hello. No, it's just the, another asshole. I knew it. Whatever it is. What, what was he saying anyway? Does he have any idea? No. No, do we care? No. George's pool yesterday, very poorly worded. Which sequel destroyed the movies, movie or uh, ones before it? See, worded, I mean, yeah, it's worded it was, so bad you can't even read it. We went through George. five different wordings of it. Well, they all sucked. Yeah, they did. Caddyshack 2, 139. See, the question should have been, which sequel to a movie never should have been made in the first place? Okay. I thought we did Not destroyed like the movie before. Sequels don't destroy. If the movie before... Like, like, I mean, Godfather 3 is second on here. Did Godfather 3 destroy 1 or 2? No. Even if you hated it? No. Of course not. What's to destroy? The, the original movie stands up. It's like Exorcist 2 and 3, which never should have been made. See, that's, that's the right. wording for the question. Which sequels never should have been made? All right. Well, you're getting there. You know. No. Caddyshack 239, Godfather 392, uh, Star Wars 1 and 2, 78, Jaws 2, 41, Highlander 2, and then uh, whatever follow. I don't know what that is either. They, they made a whole bunch of them, and they all... Well, like, screw them. Worse than 39 for that, and th uh, 39 for Alien 3. Hannibal 37. Hannibal destroyed the uh, Silence of the Lambs? Yeah, it just destroyed it. No, it did not. They made a clown out of Hannibal. Jaws 3... Why, was he wearing Robin Williams' nose? Jaws 3D. I don't even know what the hell that is. 32. 3D? They made... The, Jaws 3 was a 3D movie. Oh, no. Oh, Are yeah. you serial? <laughs> yeah. I never even heard of it. Oh, get, get your glasses at the lobby. Beverly Hills Cop 3, 28. Slapshot 2, 26. Exorcist 2, 26. Horrendous. And Exorcist yeah. 3. And which one is the one that Richard Burton was in? Was that 2 or 3? I, I forgot. Oh, my God. That was, together. that was so bad that Linda Blair kept kicking him in the groin is what I'm hearing. Batman 3. She said it wasn't much there. Batman 3, 24. Escape from L.A., 21. Airplane 2, 19. Ghostbusters 2, 18. Dumb and Dumber, 17. Jurassic Park 3. Why am I reading all of these? There's too many of them. I know. And it's a horrible, horrible poll question. But uh, 855 votes. Oh! Not bad for one of George's polls. Pretty damn good, if you ask me. Yeah. Especially for such a crappy, uh, poorly worded question. Well, there's the retire guy on 6 in Miami. Hello. Yeah. Yes, sir. Is this a real call? This is a real call. I can't believe it. Can you play the George tapes? Ah, oh, yeah. It's yeah. a real call. Ah, can you play the George tapes? Can you play the Pharrell tapes? Go play with yourself, asshole, okay? Go play the old foot-in-the-ass game. Well, I can't wait for that big meeting tomorrow to get the uh, father. They're going to send me, like, the transcripts of that? <laughs> I can't wait for that. I'll take a recorder. Priest charged in theft of $400,000. Oh, I'm going to uh, pass on the Hillary thing today. <gasps> oh, I better not? No, thank you. Thank you, God. Well, how about instead of that? It was obvious to all of us. <laughs> Bill Clinton strayed in his marriage. So let's walk through this. First... Nothing is off-limits in our marriage. Second, I procured women for Bill when he was governor. Screw him, I laughed, which he did. And the sagas continued. 
I laughed when he confessed that he had paid for frequent visits by a call girl to a hotel he stayed in when he was in Washington. She was one among many Bill solicited. During the White House years, Jennifer Flowers claimed she'd had a 12-year affair with him. This was completely in character for Bill. My favorite was Monica Lewinsky. Bill talked to her a few times, and she had asked him for some job hunting help and dropped to her knees to kiss my husband. I came to know and like her, and I asked her if she wanted to live with us in the White House. She said, yes, as long as there would be sex with my husband. As always, I said, okay. Okay. Excellent. Nice reading there, Hillary. 1023 at 560 WQM. Happy uh, Tuesday to you. So, like I said, this is the last week of this uh, uh, hocus pocus. See, I think we ought to shut the whole station down in August, don't you? All right, yeah. No, really. Or, or we could just run the spots. Because there's nobody in South Florida in August. And I, I, it was yesterday I heard Scott going on about the uh, Rip and Mullen ass, which was great. Nice going, Pharrell. That was excellent. And then I uh, punched you up for like about 30 seconds, and you were like psychotic about well, why we have to play music, and there's nobody on the phone, and uh, this poll yeah. sucks. There's nobody there. Yeah. How many people actually stay in South Florida this time of the year? About 30, man. And that's it. So how the hell can you do a goddamn talk show when there's nobody there? You heard what we had so far in those first two assholes, mm -hmm. and probably on line six, here's the retire guy. Here's Miami. Hello. Retire. See, told you. you <laughs> three for three. <laughs> yeah. Batting a 1,000. Even Ty Cobb couldn't do that. Priest charged in theft of $400,000. See, here's the challenge to the audience. Before I give the poll for today, which I don't think needs an awful lot of additions, but we'll see. They'll probably have some ideas. Um, before we do that, I'd like to have one real call. Wouldn't that be a challenge? You think they can do it? <laughs> no. Right, we'll no I'm, I'm talking about before I even you okay. know, plant the seeds, see if anybody there actually has anything to say. Maybe we have some people remember the blackout of 65 or 77. Remember those? No. Just vaguely. But you don't. Mm -mm. But I never heard, this is the first one that I ever experienced, like personal, up close and personal, and like being stuck in it. No fun, man. Pain in the ass. And it also makes you realize how goddamn vulnerable we all are. Sure. I mean, this was, this was just like a little, uh, a little fart in Cleveland, man. All of a sudden, here's 50 million people without any power, with no idea, no clue when the hell it might actually come back on again. Or whether it's gonna stay on. Which is why I'm sitting here with no air conditioning on. Can you believe that? Yeah, I hit it on for a few. No, what I do is I turn it on for a few minutes just to take the absolute, the humidity and the yeah. death out of the air, and then you shut it off because we're supposed to be conserving here all week through this weekend. You're not sitting there in your shorts, are you? I'm sitting here with my uh, walking shorts with oh, no okay. shirt, oh, okay. no socks, no pantaloonies, uh, damn near naked except for my walking shorts and my uh, boxer shorts, and that's it. It's not a pretty sight, believe me. <laughs> it's gruesome. Here's a call from Hollywood. It could be a real one, but don't get carried away. Hello? Yes, sir. Hollywood. Uh, hello, sir. How are you, Neil? Great. How you doing? I'm never better since it's starting to rain down here. Damn. Uh, Sunny and beautiful well, here. I don't, I don't think my call is going to change uh, the, the way of time here, but uh, on the new CDs that you have, uh, I want to purchase several, so I'm going to go to the website there. But uh, I was wondering, A, would you be able uh, to add no. like a table of contents? Uh, you know, to what songs are on there because it may cause people to buy several that's a good, more. That's a good idea. We can do that. And uh, B, if uh, the old uh, The Best of Neils that maybe some of the other uh, no. people don't have, no. if no they're God. available to purchase. No God. No God. No God. No Gods. Jeez, I got a bunch of them, but I don't Kim know. Kim the Stugots. No Gods. 
do guts. But uh, how about the table of contents? Is that good idea. idea. We're on it right now. I guarantee you that Eric is uh, diddling on it right now while you speak. Okay, because I, I mean, I'm dying to know how much ice or Mickey Mouse is on there. Sure, there's, there's plenty. There, there's enough on there to keep you satisfied, to keep you with your hand on the it. Good ones. The well, good ones are on there. Eisner. I'm going to buy five or six and hand Eisner. Them out Eisner. 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 It's all on there, man. The dreidels and the coal and the stockings. Okay, have a great day, Pally. Thanks for the idea. It's a good idea. Always. Oh, a that, that was uh, that was pretty. You know, it was okay. It wasn't a crank. It was no, retire. Can we hear the George tapes, please? Oh, God. What a bunch of overgrown children. They stuck them all in South Florida, man. They took all the overgrown children from the entire universe. Oh, and speaking of overgrown children, Friday morning, my power comes back 519 in the morning, right? Okay. I go and I turn on the TV to see if the world is still spinning around. What, the hell they, uh, what caused all of this, which they still don't know, for sure. And I'm watching CNN. Now, who's the broad? I can never think of her name. She's a brunette. Kind of attractive, although she's very heavily made up. She's on very early in the morning before Paula used to be on in the morning. Don't know. Well, you know who I'm talking about, though. Carol, Sue, uh, Carol, Carol something. All right. Not important. But anyway, she's going on, and they're trying to you know, update people, and they're showing the scenes in New York and uh, in Cleveland or whatever, and people with no power. And or just in New York, it was just starting to trickle back at that point in Manhattan. And she's got so supposedly an expert on the phone who's going to... Um, Who's going to tell them how, what what time they're expecting all of the power in New York to be fully restored? Uh, restored. And he says, uh, "Well, Carol, I think uh, we can expect two to three, another two or three hour wait." And she says, "Well, you're absolutely positive about that." And he says, "Would you bang Howard Stern?" <laughs> and she didn't actually. Well, she pretended she didn't hear me the first time. She said, "What was it? Would what? you bang Howard Stern?" You know, so make make right. sure the entire world could hear it loudly and clearly. How revolting and disgusting! And you're uh, you people who do this stuff are pathetic. I mean, it doesn't. It, the world could be coming to an end, and one of his right. flunkies would call it in on CNN or MSNBC. You think Howard Stern is going to rule in heaven or hell uh, when we all croak? You know, it's really something. How about that, Arnold? 1028 at 560 WQM. If you're on the Atkins diet or any other low-carb, sugar-free diet, you need to know that there's a store that is dedicated entirely for yous. The Lights of West Boca. It's the number one low-carb, sugar-free store in the universe with over 900 low-carb, sugar-free products. The Lights introduces new ones for you just about every single week. Try the new carb, low-instant cup of soup. All you do is add water and microwave. It's a low-carb meal in a cup in four delicious flavors. Be sure and check out the sinfully delicious low-carb muffins for a quick breakfast or your own individual-sized cheesecake. Some of the other new products in the stock right now, the almond snack cakes in six delicious Blondie's flavors. Remember Blondie and Dagwood? Yes. At Last Chocolate, that's the name of the brand, by the way, At Last Chocolate Crisp and Chocolate Mint Bars. And you'll say At Last with no maltitol because for a lot of us, maltitol and sorbitol keeps us on the uh, all day long. Carborite, ready to drink chocolate vanilla shakes, a low-carb meal in a can. Judy's low-carb peanut brittle with unbelievably great taste. And be sure and try their famous Carborite ice cream, too. Come in, you can try any item in the store before you buy it. And don't forget, all Atkins Brands products are on sale all day, every day. Their staff knows dieting inside and out. Delights is open daily, every day of your life, 10 to 10. You'll find them on the northeast corner of Glades Road and 441, right next to Boston Market. Call them toll-free at 1-877-LOW-CARB or shop them on the web at lowcarb.com. Don't forget, it's Delights of West Boca, an amazing place. It's your official Atkins Retail Center. Live, live and local. We are Sports Radio 560 QAM. To the Toronto Maple Leafs, and you're listening to the Hockey Authority, Neil Guy. Real American assholes. We salute you, Mr. Dance by Yourself Guy. Dance by Yourself Guy. 
You think she's dancing with you. Then she rubs another man's crotch. Most men would leave the floor with their heads hung low, but not you. You feel the rhythm in your soul and the peach snops coursing through your veins. Sure, people are looking at you, judging you, wishing you were dead. But you don't care. You just do a spin move and party on. Watch him get down, watch him get down. Finally, you make your move, only to find out that her boyfriend did time and enjoyed it. So we salute you, Mr. Dance by Yourself guy, your broken jaw, your ambulance driver, and your parachute pants. You are a real American asshole. It's 10:33 at 5:60 WQM. We got some good news for. I guess who's filling in for the Mad Dog at two? Joe Rose, your close personal friend, who's going to spend two hours ripping Howard from Boca an ass. Can't wait to hear that. I also can't wait to hear what this uh, meeting tomorrow is all about. It really piqued my interest when Pharrell told me about that. Because the last time that you and I were involved in one of these deals, remember that at IOD, how could we forget? Right. When little Bob Neal from Atlanta was down. And, sure. we, you know, and they try to minimize it. And guess what? All the stations have been sold. Although I'm trying to decipher this memo, that was just a About meeting. Pat Troutman Russell? Yeah, well, it says uh, matters of policy, which doesn't make it sound like they're going to make an announcement about a sale or anything like that. About oh, so in other words, Greg wouldn't lie to us? <laughs> is what you're trying to say to just to get everybody in the room? Oh, that's a good point. I wonder if one of those corporate uh, policies is going to be you don't screw the help. You think? You don't sleep with the hired hands? You don't invade their glands? Huh? So now, of course, Clarence, he's conveniently back there uh, doing screw Ann, trying to clean her out. I guess he's trying to clean her up a little bit for that meeting tomorrow. <laughs> Good luck to you, Clarence. You'll need help. They're going to have to get, like, uh, people to come in and exhume whatever is uh, inside her body, don't you think? Roy! <laughs> Bottle break. Anyway, we'll find out. So you guys, no, that's right. You were so, uh, tomorrow is uh, Wednesday. I can't see. I can't get my day straight anymore. Can't get it straight. So Thursday, Thursday, I guess we'll have a lot to talk about, right? Or, 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 or maybe, maybe this is just one of those things where they're going to talk about like insurance, you know, right. and stuff like that. Could be very innocuous. What words you can or can't. Because say when it says end. Pat Troutman, um, uh, Mahmoud uh, Russell the right. third from our corporate office, I mean, who the hell is that? Who and I what is know. it? Is that is that a guy? Is it a girl? Is it alive? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we're not going to sell the place. Maybe we're just going to stand pat. Or maybe during the meeting he'll uh, get up or she or whatever it is and sing. <laughs> yeah, right in the middle of the goddamn meeting to entertain the staff. Give everybody a chuckle, don't you think? I'll bring my fruit. This is very exciting. Well, you know, in the middle of the dog days of summer, we've got to do something to spice it up a little bit. I'm predicting the station is sold. And they're going to pay everybody who's got a contract off, starting with yours truly. Absolutely correct, sir. Oh, God. Sounds good to me. Just be sure and add all the zeros in there, schmuck. A Catholic priest, this is in Orange Park, uh, what, Orange Park, New York? Orange Park, no. Florida? Yeah, Florida. A Catholic priest is accused of taking more than 400 grand from his Keystone Heights church to give his mistress and family authority. Said his mistress and family. <laughs> wow. I guess I better read that sentence again. What problem do you see in that line, huh? It wasn't a, a little boy. A Catholic priest yeah. is accused of taking more than $400,000 from his Keystone Heights church to give his mistress and family authorities be saying. Hey, there's that straight priest you've been looking for. Moises B. Palarone. 
also known as Meishi, 52, was charged Friday with first-degree grand theft after a routine audit by officials overseeing St. William Catholic Church revealed the missing money, State Attorney Harry Shorstein said. Palerone was pastor at St. William from 1996 till this summer. Previously, he was an associate pastor at two parishes in Jacksonville, Sacred Heart and Most Holy Redeemer Catholic Church. A spokeswoman for the Diocese of St. Augustine, which oversees par- I haven't even started the poll yet, have I? I'll get to it. Which oversees parishes across North Florida said Palerone had asked for three months off to visit family members in the Philippines and was replaced in July. The diocese then conducted the audit learned of the missing funds. The diocese ordinarily performs audits every four years and when there's a change in pastor. According to this, what I'm hearing the rumor is that we're going to have like a change of format on QAM tomorrow. Starting on Thursday. More music? More music. Yeah, 560. Don't you think that's great? I'm going to spread that rumor around right now. Let's all the hits all the time. All the hits all the time. All the all the crap you could unwrap. <laughs> all the slime all the time. Man, I'm going to tell you, Pharrell did such a, a phenomenal job ripping him in ass yesterday. For and I, it just went on and on. I was squeezing it until it bled. It was great. Squirt, squirt. So anyway, there's the Catholic priest or the obligatory one for today, just to, so George can piss off our friend Dennis. Isn't that the reason you do those? Absolutely. Okay, here's the poll question for today, although we do have a bunch of calls on there, and I'm kind of tempted to see if any of them are for real. I don't know. Pharrell? Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Uh, that's Massey, and he's only 50. Oh, God. Like I said, <laughs> it's a challenge. Yeah. It's a real, it's even bigger than the payphone challenge. It's the South Florida Do We Have Anything to Say challenge for nearly uh, 30 years. About 30, man. I've been asking that question. Have we found anything yet? No. No, they got nothing to say. Unless you spoon feed them. Unless you do like you did yesterday and build a pole, which you chastised me for yep. just last Thursday. You ripped I, me an ass. I admitted over and over ripped again. Ripped me an ass. Oh, there he is. The old man's building a pole. I went back. I copped out. I admitted yeah. it really. Anomaly. I'm working on my pole. Sure. Well, first got to find it. Okay, here's the pole today. <laughs> I'm, now, see, you know who this is going to be? It's on line nine in Carroll right, City. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be that guy again. Carroll City, hello. It is my birthday. It's him. Uh-huh. Anyway, yeah, I, I, I'm better than Reva on Guiding Light as far as my psychic abilities. It's incredible. I know, well, I know you know you've been doing this too long sure. when you know who the caller is before you even punch right. the button up. With all due respect, that ain't psychic when they're as regular as they are. I see. Here's today's pool. After his death, the media proclaimed Bob Hope, which, which just made me gag. They proclaimed Bob Hope the greatest American entertainer of the 20th century. Who do you think it was? And i got a choice, a list here of six, which there will be some other suggestions, although... The greatest American entertainer of the 20th century, Bob Hope, yep. Elvis Presley, Frank Sinatra, Milton Berle, Mr. Television, Steve Allen, or Johnny Carson. All right. And in my humble opinion, any of those last five top Bob Hope by light years. I don't think there's anybody under the age of, oh, Bob 30, man. Who even has any idea who the hell Bob Hope was? No. Right? Right. Nobody knows who the hell that was. 
His movies weren't funny. His movies weren't funny. His radio show was uh, boring. His uh, stand-up routine was embarrassing. And the U.S. Uh, oh! stuff right. was all like a gung-ho, uh, you know, phony, uh, phony baloney right. American it, it, jingoism. If you were a veteran, in other words, if you were stationed over there, that's the only time that you would have seen him perform. And then he finally, and of course he was Mr. Republican, he was buddies with Nixon, and he was, uh, you know, and then came out in favor of the war in Vietnam, and that kind of like, uh, that, that's when his nose started to break into little pieces. Old Skinos. Did you? I bet you didn't even know that was his nickname, Skinos. Yeah, I did. You did? You know that? Sure. I'm old. I bet you knew his nickname was Skinos. I did, because I'm a geezer. I see. So I have I wonder, one. What is it? I have one to add. Oh, already? Yeah. I thought okay. About it. Steve Martin. Nineteen till eleven at five sixty WQM. We must have a, a breakdown in the connection. Maybe we're having another blackout. What? I didn't hear a word you just said. Funny. Get out of drama. here! The, gra the greatest American entertainer of the twentieth century is well. Steve Martin. Hey, he's going to beat most all. The of only reason you said that is because I just mentioned Skinos. What was that movie? He was. Don't tell me uh, the name of the movie. It begins with an R. Where his nose was you. growing. I know. Yeah, I won't tell you. Uh, Rapunzel. It's close. Uh, it's got an X in it. It's got a what? It's got Roxanne. An X in it. Yeah. How can I guess? Psychic. Nineteen. <laughs> Nineteen before eleven at five sixty. WQM. Do you have kids going back to college in the next couple of weeks? Well, if you do, why not give them one of the comforts of home—a new bed from Dollar Mattress? They can have a great night's sleep every night and screw their brains out on it too. By calling one eight hundred mattress, you can order a new mattress from Dollar Mattress for your college student and set them up right in their off-campus apartment. When you call 1-800-MATTRESS, you can choose from dozens of models from Sealy, Serta, Tempur-Pedic, Simmons, or King Coil at low student prices. And it doesn't matter what uh, college that student is headed to, if they're staying in South Florida or headed to Philly, Boston, New York, or Washington, the bedding experts at Tala Mattress will make them feel just like they're right at home. So get that bed now by calling 1-800-MATTRESS. You get service like you only dream about for a delivery team rank number one in satisfaction is going to be on top of it. They carry only the first quality name brand for mattresses to a discount prices. No house brands, no irregulars, no seconds, no crap. Only the best in business. When you call Dial a Mattress at 1-800-MATTRESS, as always, you pick the day and the two-hour window for delivery. Any day, seven days a week from 8 in the a.m. till 10 p.m., and your kids will be sleeping well the first night. With low prices, same-day delivery, free setup and removal, it's easy to see why Dial a Mattress continues to be ranked number one in the world in customer satisfaction, and everybody gets a student discount, too, at Dial a Mattress. So pick up that instrument right now and call them toll-free, 1-800-MATTRESS. That's 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, or online, it's mattress.com for Dial a Mattress, the easy to smart way to get you a great night's sleep for you and your pain-in-the-ass kids. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. Hello, everyone. Billy Mays here, the guy who brought you OxyClean and Orange Clean. Now I've got a new product that harnesses another all-natural cleanser. Introducing feces clean. Look at that red wine stain on this carpet. Think you have to throw it out? Think again. Just a few squirts of feces clean. And look at that. Now you won't even care about the wine stain. And feces clean even turns the carpet back to its original color as long as it was brown. Let's put feces clean to work on this iodine stain. The patented brown foaming action and the distinctive odor is how you know feces clean is working. Now, just wipe it away with a crumpled piece of this two-ply wiping tissue free with your purchase. Take it from me. I should know. I'm Billy Mays. My initials are BM. And feces clean works everywhere. Your home, office, garage, boat, or RV. Any place accidents happen. It even works on pesky chocolate stains and stubborn skid marks. I'm Billy Mays. Telling you that when stains gotta go, you gotta go with feces clean. Odor now.
1046 at 560. I love that. No comment yet from the White House about the explosion at the U.N. headquarters in Baghdad. Nothing. They're mum. Yeah. They're checking it out. So speaking of checking it out, oh, and also you want to go to your video store immediately today and get Bowling for Columbine is finally out. After we waited all through the summer, they postponed it. Okay. Bowling for Columbine by our brilliant friend Michael Moore. It's out. So how oh! Update. Yes? On this meeting. Oh, okay, great. Pat, wait, wait, wait a minute. Oh, this is this is important stuff now. Just a minute. It's interesting, General. Here's some important news about our big corporate meeting tomorrow at WQAM, Beasley Broadcasting Incorporated. Go ahead. Psychic powers strike again because what did you infer that it might be about? The sale of the station. No, not not the uh, insurance policies. Sexual harassment. Are you serious? Yes. Are you sure? Sexual yes. harassment. Yes. Just is Matt, is Maddie Bell involved in this meeting? <laughs> it's part of their due diligence so that they can say that we have been spoken to. So in other words, it's a it's a CYA meeting, right? They're going through the process of. Well, see, I don't have to worry about that because uh, I mean, if we start hiring some good-looking young guys, then maybe somebody I might want to harass, then it would be interesting. But we don't have any of those. Tell Miguel and Josh, you said so. Well, I mean, uh, Miguel is a, just got married. Yeah, that makes a difference. Plus, he's hairy too, you know. And who's he? And who? Oh, and Josh Cordes. I thought you meant Josh Darrow. Oh my! Oh my God! I know he's desperate since the beast cut his ass off. But Jesus God, now, Josh Cordes is a nice kid, but you know. No, I but I sure, I sure wouldn't. Now let me let me say this to you, because you know me a long time. Right. I have a philosophy, which unfortunately some of our people in management don't adhere to in that building. I have a philosophy, and that is, you don't crap or you eat. I, I, I mean, oh, it's a trite cliche. I'm a big yeah. believer in that. You don't diddle around with the people you work with. It always comes to a bad Rectum. end. <laughs> right. Right. Nothing good can ever come of that. I'll tell uh, Scott and Laura Schwartz that. Yeah. Well, what does that mean? <laughs> they met and got married. Well, they at work. no, but they met at work. But it's not like they were either. Were they married at work? No, they weren't married. I mean, but they they, they were like both single. He, they were both uh, right. single and anxious to mingle and uh, drop he and dingle. Chased her around for months and yeah. uh, finally he caught her. Did he really? Yeah, caught right up with her and she. I'll be damned. Well, I I don't care. That's fine. And what about the Alpo, Rick Alpern, and what was her name? Right, what was her name? D. Who? D. D. That's right. D. D. C. C. <laughs> See? See? This is oh, your uh, oh. no speaking English station. So it's a, it's a meeting about sexual harassment. And leave leave it to us on this. And how did you find this out? A little bird, John Jarris told me. I see. Sexual harassment. Also harassment. Harassment a lot to me. Yeah. Before we get off the subject. Yes. Let's get off. Pat is a female. It's a she. So, so you know, and I don't want to sound sexist, but you know, there's nothing big, heavy-duty corporate coming down when a female. What he said is a oh, female. Oh, that's not true. What do you mean by that? I've seen some heavy, power-wielding females in my time. In this corporation? Not in this corporation. No. I mean, we got what's your name over there, Carolyn Beasley, that signs the paychecks. We love Carolyn, even though she uh, can't get it straight. She just can't get her life straightened out. But we still love her because she signs the paychecks. See, with me, the people who uh, deliver me my money, those are the people I like best. Like Clarence Darrow there, Josh. He's the best. Mm -hmm. He can do no wrong. Even though we can't get laid, even though we think he's a closet queen, and we think he's definitely got a vagina. Did you? Did that, no, seriously, he went to see Screwin. He's on his. He's on bended knee begging <laughs> to borrow that, that two-eyed monster that she's got that Roy left behind. Roy! 
The two, did I say two eyed? The two headed <laughs> yeah, monster. Yeah, yeah well, same monster. thing. They're two different color eyes, though. <laughs> one's blue and one. <laughs> now, is that, let it is go. that before or after the first use? I'm wondering. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sitting here envisioning that. Oh, God. I think we have to leave right now. It's been nice knowing you. <laughs> So, in other words, all this big build-up, like maybe there was going to be some spectacular announcement, and it comes to, like, another CYA, cover-your-ass meeting by the Beasley broadcast people. Sexual harassment. And, you know, and, and for our general manager to be uh, putting this memo out, I find most, I don't know whether it's amusing or frustrating or bizarre, you know? Because I don't want to go into, although probably he'll be coming on our show since we have the most highly rated show. To make the public announcement, since he's announced it to everybody else in the building, about his current uh, love interest. At any rate, that's just the way it goes, okay? To each his own, more power to him. He never stole a freight train, even though he's a bozo, and still can't put the pieces of the morning show back together again. And what was that thing in Barry Jackass on Friday? I heard Geldy talking a little bit about it, even though I don't listen. I'm like the Rimmers, I never listen. But I, and I really don't, but I, I do pick up some interesting tidbits. I heard Geldy mention, so I went to the website on the Herald, and I looked up, and sure enough, very jackass writes that Joe Rose was offered a, a co-hosting with Mo on the morning show. Absolutely. But Joe couldn't fit into his schedule. Now, how is that possible? There, there'd be a cat fight the first two minutes. They wouldn't be uh, in the same They could never finish the first show. No. Right? Right. And, of course, maybe uh, Greg is figuring that uh, Joe would rip Mo apart limb by limb, piece by piece, which is maybe the only way we can get his crusty old ass outside the building. Absolutely. Yeah. That's something to think about. That's a plan. Okay, we can put the poll up any time you want, Eric, because this is one that I think we got most of the big names on it already. We'll have some additions. I'm not, I'm not putting Steve Martin on there. Why not? You're, you're... He'll do Why better not? than most of these fossils that are already on there. If you went into a shopping mall... Yeah. With a, a, a group of people of mixed ages from like uh, 15 to 100. Mm -hmm. And you ask the same question, who was the greatest American entertainer of the 20th century? There wouldn't be one person who would say Steve Martin. No, they'd say Elvis. Yeah. So, so what do we have else? to put Steve Martin on there for? So that he can get some uh, you know what? I'll put it on there, and it'll right. probably be uh, like like that uh, Haitian station was getting all the crank votes on your poll the other day. Yeah, WMBM. gospel station. How about some, put some people on here from the lifetime of the people that uh, might be listening? I, I understand that most of these people go back, but I mean, if it, do, do we want to say who was the greatest American entertainer of the last 20 years? Then it's a different story. But the fact of the matter is, be, the, the reason I'm taking a poll is because they were saying Bob Hope was the right. greatest American of the, the, you know. Oh, who was funnier, Bob Hope or Steve Martin? Uh, not, no contest. Right. I'm funnier than Bob Hope. You're funnier. <laughs> and you're, not, you're not even amusing, and you're funnier than Bob Hope. God. Okay, I put Steve Martin on there just to make you happy. Right. I got some bad news for you, though, which I told you before the show. Oh, no, I didn't tell you. I held it back. I know. Don't forget, folks, go out and get bowling for Columbine today. Now, is the, is the, the tape out today or is the, the DVD also? I'm sure they come out at the same time. Simultaneously? Yes. Well, I'm going to go out and buy a whole bunch of copies today. So I did watch over the weekend. Finally, I got around to it. I got my, I don't have the DVD yet, but I did get it on VHS. Ed Wood, which George has been touting to me, and you're, you're not alone. Everybody touts it. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's got 72 stars on a scale of... About 30, man. I mean, it's just uh, phenomenal. And, and I love Johnny Depp. You know I have a, right. a hard spot in my heart for Johnny Depp. I love Johnny. Oops. What was he going to say? Oh. <laughs> I thought he was going to say... He's got a big heart on Yeah, I thought he was going to say that. 
And Bella Lugosi. I don't think there's a bigger Bella Lugosi fan in the universe than me. Okay? Okay. Now, I will say this. Martin, now, Martin Landau didn't win the Academy Award. Is that correct? Yes. Thank God for that. Thank right. uh, God. Because his performance mm -hmm. in that movie may have been the greatest acting performance of all time. That was the selling point. He not only looked like Bella Lugosi, but his mannerisms, everything about him. And as the movie went on, you began to believe that it was Bella Lugosi. Right. And that, that, that right. takes a lot. That was, uh, I didn't even know that was in there. He was phenomenal. Martin Landau. Yep. Who's Martin Landau? Well, he used to be on Mission Impossible with Barbara Bean, who used to be his wife. He's just a great actor. But his performance there as Bella Lugosi was so mind-boggling, so great. But now getting back to my lame review of the movie. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not trying to nitpick because I watched it with great enthusiasm and uh, with great hope. The, the thing Bob that Hope's I found very ponderous is that it was like you could have you made that movie in about 20 minutes. Right. Because it was, generally speaking, the same thing over and over and over again. Eddie, Eddie, help me, help me. I mean, mm -hmm. how, many, how many of those calls did we have from Bella to Eddie Wood during the movie? About 30, man. And the same thing. And he'd get in the car and he'd go over and Bella would just have the needle uh, in his arm or on the way out or whatever. And, and uh, you know, right? Yes. Yeah. Don't I have a point? You have a very good point. I mean, there really wasn't much of a story there, but that Bella was a drug addict, which we all right. knew, and that his career was faltering, and nobody wanted to be bothered, and Ed made the worst movies in the history of mankind. But he was, happy, corny. he was cheerful about it. He, he was, uh, <laughs> oh, I love Johnny Depp. I mean, Johnny Depp's just great. He really is. He was great in the movie. So, so the acting performances were sensational, mm -hmm. but the movie itself, uh, just a few minutes of that would have been good. About 30, man. That would have been plenty. No, that was valid. I was, uh, I just, yeah. I liked the, uh, the Bella stuff. I didn't know that much about him. And no, no, I, I did too, but I mean, it just didn't go anywhere. It was just the same thing over and over again. And, and then they'd go from one crappy movie and he'd get, he'd call right. some scam or go back to the uh, Brown Derby to find some millionaire to get backing 60 grand for his next movie. And he'd put out some other piece of crap. And, right. you know, and that was fine a couple of times, but after about the 40th time he did that, you're thinking, well, what now? You know, what happens now? The credits roll. I see. 1057, is there anything new on this thing in Baghdad? Intelligence agencies to include the Army recruit in our universities. So you're trying to bring in very capable, interested, motivated young people that can keep a secret, uh, who are highly intelligent and want to do the job, and then you put them to work. Well, whatever that means. Okay, uh, they had an explosion, nasty, car bomb. In case you've been sleeping, in case you've been out of touch with reality, at the uh, UN headquarters in Baghdad, at least three dead, dozens of others injured, another terrorist, a bunch of lunatic crap, which we've helped to stir up, and now it's happening uh, all over again. And just in case you missed the other story, which may even be more significant, Al Qaeda now claiming responsibility for the uh, energy blackout in the Northeast, including here in Toronto last week. You bastards, you! We're not too fond of them, are we? No, assholes. 1057 at 560 WQAM. Let me tell you about losing weight. In fact, your ass, speaking with, not just say that, something about ass will uh, reduce dramatically. The beast is on balance for life, and you ought to be too. This is your last gasp, beast. Are we right about that? Yeah, yeah. last gasp. Take a deep breath, and that's your lunch. No, balance for life gives you plenty of food. This is one weight loss program you're not going to be starving on all day long. Some of the diet programs where they give you like little tiny pigeon-like portions and you're starving and you're thinking, how the hell can I stay on this? And you don't and you wind up gaining weight instead of losing. Balance for life makes it easy because they provide all your food and there's plenty of it. There's no cooking, no shopping, no cleaning, no calorie counting, no carbohydrate counting, nothing to finger out. All you do is go to your door by 6 o'clock every morning, whenever you get up, and there's your little black sack. 
And inside, everybody, that Troy Stratford told me this morning, everybody should have a little black sack. And there's all your food for the entire day. Three gourmet meals, two delicious snacks right there at your door. And the food is fresh. It's delicious. There's nothing uh, prefabricated, nothing frozen, no uh, additives. It's all the best ingredients known to man. And you'll have a, a big smile on your puss every day. The only choice you have to worry about making is when you fill out your little uh, menu once a week, you have two choices for each meal and snack every day that's run a program. And that's it. And they take care of all the rest for you. So if uh, you're overweight, out of shape, lethargic, diabetic, on the verge of croaking over there, if you're sick and tired of being a walking tub of crap, let Balance for Life help you lose it once and for all. You'll start seeing results within just a matter of days on that scale. Call Balance for Life today, 954-568-3229. 568-3229, or check them on the Wicked World Wide Web at balanceforlife.com. My this is Sports Radio 560. Stench of cow manure hovers over this performance by the Dolphins. Yes. By the way, Jay Fiedler sucks. Now that he is on the ticket here, all for governors, all we WQM, happy Tuesday to you. we got Joe Rose for the Mad Dog at 2. we got Joe Zagacki for the Humper 4 to 7 and Chula Steak 2 this afternoon. 7 o'clock, you got the big oh from P.P. Park. How come he's going to be doing a game at P.P. Park when the uh, Marlins are on the road? I don't know. Does that make any sense to us? No. Marlins on deck 830. The Marlins at Colorado to play the Rockies at 905, but the big oh is at the uh, ballpark. Makes no sense. And Joe Mark overnight. Oh, look at that. It says Joe and Mark overnight midnight till 5 because the game's right. been in about midnight. So ADK gets a night off tonight. Did you nice going, Joe and Mark. Maybe they'll be talking to somebody. 10 to 2 yesterday. I actually heard a piece. I beg your pardon? Yesterday. They were on 10 to 2? Yeah. Oh, at night. Right. Oh, look at another. I've never done a poll where I've seen the votes come in like one at a time. What was I just talking about a little while ago? There's nobody in town. The votes are coming <laughs> in like one at a time. Maybe they don't know the poll is, the poll is up. Down. After his death, the media proclaimed Bob Hope the greatest American entertainer of the 20th century. Who do you think it was? Five say Bob Hope. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Johnny Carson, too. Elvis Presley, too. I voted for him. One of them is by Steve Martin, too. One of them is George's. Frank Sinatra, one. None for Steve Allen or Milton Burrow. Now, we add, I added on here, you uh, faxed me, Jackie Gleason. Right. It's a good choice. I think that's Rich Pactor. And what about Madonna? <laughs> huh? Okay. What? Nothing. Let's put her on there. She'll get some votes. Sure. You don't think? 
I just uh, yeah. that, that's not personal. She I wouldn't know, get right. my vote, she'll, but there will be people who would say freaking Madonna. Okay, right, she's sure. big. She's yeah. big in um, uh, uh, whatever. Japan. We're big in Japan. Yeah. Just like Jerry Lewis, he's big in France. Everybody's big somewhere. Like me, I'm big in the rectum. You know. So the poll is up for you to peruse and have a good time with it. Five six seven oh five sixty. Here's a I'll call in Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. I don't know if you, I tuned in late. Did you guys uh, talk about the Ted Koppel spoof the other night? No. Uh, he was on the night of the blackout. Yeah. And the guy called up. Uh, it was a cell phone call, and it was supposed to be someone from the New York Transit Authority. Was it another Howard Stern person? No, no, actually it wasn't oh. Howard Stern, but he was pushing. He started talking to him, and he was, you could tell he was a, a spoof because he started talking about opposite what, should, what they should have done with the people in the in the, the subway. Mm -hmm. and, all, and then he kept on saying, and what you really need to do, uh, Mr. Koppel, is go to thanksfortakingmycall.com. And he kept saying it like three or four times in a matter of like two minutes. And then the cell phone would kind of go off and Ted Koppel, you'd think he got her. Someone in his studio would like stop him. Yeah. And he'd come back and he'd go, okay, now, yeah, we got him back. Okay, we got a better connection. Great. We got that guy back from... You know, he'd mention the name. Oh, yeah, you know something? It's funny you mention that because the same thing happened with that Howard Stern guy that called Carol Costello on CNN uh, that Friday morning. They, uh, they I, lost, didn't, I didn't hear they, about that one. They lost the connection, and then they got him back on, and he says, well, the power will be fully restored in two or three hours. And by the way, would you bang Howard Stern? Oh, <laughs> I didn't hear yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, well, I just, you know, I'm sure someone else will call in. So, what, so what happened with, uh, what was the website again? It, it, he kept on saying, I think it was something about thanksfortakingmycall.com. Is there such a website? I, I don't know. I, oh. I'm, a, you know, I'm afraid to even look, but it was so funny because, he, you know, he kept on cutting out, and he goes, "Do we got him back? Okay, we got him back. We got him back on the line." And, oh my god! And the things he was saying about, like, well, we need to keep the people on the trains, and and Ted Koppel would, and he did, and he was saying like, he would go like. Well, I don't know why he would do that, sir. He goes, but of course you're from the transit authority, so I guess. Right. And thanks right. for taking my call. Dot com again. Oh and then it was it was outrageous. <laughs> That's the best. That was great. You Thanks, take Barry. care, guys. You too, thanks. That's great. And these are the people in the media that are like, uh, <laughs> going to give us the info, the straight poop? Oh, God. It's just pathetic. But you did remember her name. And it, it, well, it came back to me, Carol Costello. You know who she is? No. Yeah, you do. You'll oh, see her in the morning. She's on early. I don't write their names down. She's on a real early show when nobody's awake, kind of like what we do with Mo. Absolutely. Stick them on real early. <laughs> I mean, she, no, she's attractive with a lot of makeup, but you, I've seen her when she was like on an emergency thing. and You, you know, like like many people, without makeup, she's pretty uh, nasty. Kind of like that Dean Kane thing, you know? Now, let's see how this poll is shaping up here, okay? Let's get some votes on this turkey. Let's put some lipstick on this pig. Oh, oops. Isn't it amazing how the public is just so weak? The people have been manipulated and conditioned to being so goddamn weak. You'll never see another revolution in America, I'll tell you that, no. even at the uh, polls. It just ain't going to happen. The public has been so, they, they've been turned into like jello. They planned it well in advance with the idea. They're like, they're like silly putty. Right. Especially the silly part. Anyway, after his death, well, I'm not going to read the whole thing. Who was the greatest American entertainer of the 20th century? Bob Hope, 9. Johnny Carson, 7. Elvis, 7. Steve Martin, 5. I told you he'd do well. Frank Sinatra, three. No votes for Steve Allen or Milton Berle. We don't have a Jackie Gleason or Madonna up there yet. We'll get some other choices on there, don't you think? I hope so. We bet we always better, or you're in a lot of trouble. I know. Because you're doing the show at noon. You didn't know that yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, i got to go out and get that Michael Moore oh CD, you know. God. It's sunny. It is beautiful here, although we got to keep that air uh, way down, you know. Yeah. 
Got to keep the lights off. We got to be in the dark as much as possible. You know, the the worst part of this whole deal is that the fur all over the weekend. You know, the airport here, Pearson Airport, was all a nightmare. And Air mm -hmm. Canada, as usual, with all my apologies to my friends at Air Canada, I do love them, but man, do they got problems. You know, they're always like one breath away from going out of business. Right. And they had a nightmare, like all the airports in the Northeast, because they had to cancel all the flights and their backup uh, energy wasn't working, and and they couldn't uh, take off. And they're telling everybody to conserve extra power, or this week we're going to have rolling blackouts. And in the meantime, most of the big neon signs, like downtown, they're blaring and the lights are blaring. Yeah, and, uh, and I thought you, you said what? earlier they were calling them rolling brownouts. Oh, they were called. Well, that was only in Scruan's office. Yeah, Clarence went in there with a flashlight. He went into her orifice with a flashlight. And when in doubt, he checked it out. Spelunking? He was in there spelunking, yes. Isn't that something? The whole big build-up about that meeting uh, tomorrow, and it turns out it's about sexual harassment. <laughs> that, that's so boring, you know? No, it ain't. Now, now you ought to be uh, paying attention to that, because if you hire another intern, like what's-her-name, like uh, what was her name? Uh, Shannon. Don't tell me Shannon. Yeah, and if See, she sexually harasses me again like, uh, like that one did, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was terrible the way she had you crawl around <laughs> on the floor around, on all fours. Sure, grabbing my package yeah. all the time. Shannon, I fought her. I'll bet. <laughs> Probably several times. But at any rate, that's good. Uh, sexual harassment. We're covering our ass at QAM. We want the world to know that, okay? Well, if, any, if anything bad happens, we didn't do it. Here's a call from Boca. Hello. Boca. Who's listening to the radio. With the radio? Which I don't blame them. I've had these people on here for an eternity. Are you there? You be there, Boca, or not? Hello. Here's uh, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil, God. Y yes, sir. Speaking. Uh... uh Oh, George kind of stole my thunder. I was going to, I was going to predict that the meeting was going to be to announce a 24-hour Celia Cruz format. I think it'd be a hit, man. Exactly. Hit, and, man. <laughs> exactly. And um, yeah, usually I was going to say that usually those uh, those human resource meetings where they where they send someone down from corporate, it's always the, it's always CYA. They'll probably have you sign some kind of a statement so that they can put it in your personnel file saying that. They won't have me sign no statement because I ain't going to be there. No, but you're a contractor anyway, though, right? Right, I'm not an employee, you're right. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, if you're, if you're employed by the corporation, this is just standard HR procedure that, you know, that all of these companies right. follow. Now, now, while I have you, were you going to add a name to our list or not? Uh, no. Okay, well, let me ask you this. Now, Bob Hope, which probably, I mean, I don't know how old you are, but Bob Hope, to anybody under the age of, uh, other than old fossils like me, he doesn't mean anything. I'm mid-40s, and, yeah, I mean, I mean, to me, Bob Hope is like a, a name from the past. Right. Yeah, from the fairly distant past. Now, that, would, that would be saying, like, Rudy Valley was the greatest American entertainer of the 20th century. Or Al Jolson, for example. Al Jolson was a lot better than Bob Hope. Yeah, Yeah, and, and I mean, Al Jolson was very important to the history of the movie. I'm, but, I'm putting but, Al, Al Jolson on there. How do you like that? I'm going to put yeah. him on the list. I, I, I mean, I would, put, I, I would vote for Al Jolson over, over Bob Hope. He was more important. And since you mentioned Al Jolson, what about Groucho Marx? There you I go. Was uh, he was, I was gonna, I'm sorry, go ahead. He was big in the movies and on TV also. Actually, I mean, if you want to, uh, uh, there's no women on the list so far. Madonna. Oh, Madonna. I, I, I was going to say Betty Davis because, again, from a from a, from an older perspective, you know, that was somebody who really was like, you know, larger than life. Everybody knew who she was. Everybody followed her right. on screen and off screen live. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, Streisand maybe in the in the second half of the century, but uh, both of those over Madonna though. Okay, excellent. Thanks a lot, pal. Thank you. See you. See, we're getting some good choices on there, so I wrote down Al Jolson, Groucho Marx, and Betty Davis. Very good. You think Scruan has Betty Davis eyes, or maybe just that one brown one? 
12 minutes past. <laughs> How did we get started with Screw Ann again today? God. Know. You pulled her out of your head. Uh, no, Clarence pulled it out. And she, she went running out of that orifice screaming and yelling. He pulled it right out. It was a strap-on is what I'm hearing. <laughs> she said, oh, I've seen that one before. Roy! He used to wave that thing around in here. Sexual harassment in the workplace. Oh, boy. Mm-mm-mm. How boring. Notes. Yeah, I bet you will be. Oh, I, I got to hear about this. Is little Maddie Bell going to be in it? Now, who was he chasing around that time? What was the uh, young lady he was... Uh... No comment. No, no, seriously. Well, do you remember a couple of years ago? Our, my good, close, personal friend, Maddie Bell, that brings us all the ratings before anybody in the world has them? I, I don't know. I don't remember that. Yeah, you do. Come on. You're, there's George again being a wuss. I don't Quit remember. Quit being such a pussy. You know. He you know every everybody around. You know every female that ever worked in that building, okay? Even the ones that walk around on the street outside the building, you, you know. You got 11.13 at 5.60. It'll come back to you. Maybe it was Carol Costello. Is that Joe's wife? Well, in fact, her name is Carolyn Costello. So you think it could have been Carolyn? 11.13 at 5.60, WQM. If you're in a really dead-end job, maybe college just is going to take too long. You don't have four years to wait for it to find a life and cost too much also. But if you can't afford just 10 bucks a month and commit yourself to three nights a week for four months, Fast Train can help you achieve a new high-paying computer career. That's absolutely correct, folks. Just 10 bucks a month and three nights a week for only four months for individuals who will be qualifying. So call Fast Train. What do you got to lose beside a dead-end job and a really lame paycheck? Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. And because they have four locations all over town, it just makes sense. There's bound to be one pretty close to where you are. They're in Miami, Kendall, Pembroke Pines, and prestigious Fort Lauderdale. When you call 866-FAST-TRAIN, you'll be talking with a trained career counselor, and FAST-TRAIN continues to offer you day, evening, weekend schedules. They give you job placement, hands-on training, too. So call FAST-TRAIN today at 866-FAST-TRAIN. Now, wait a minute. Hands-on training, that's not like sexual harassment, is it? Yes. FAST-TRAIN's deferred payment is valid for one year. Regular payments apply thereafter. Whether you're a high school student on summer break, somebody in a really crappy, rotten, underpaid, dead-end job, or just looking to increase that net worth, Call Fast Train today, toll-free, and tell them that cranky old Neil told you to call 866-FAST-TRAIN or check them on that wicked World Wide Web at FastTrain.com. Live and local, this is 560. The radio's all yours now. QAM. See you at Dr. Dudley today, I got the blood disorder, you know. Don't mention it, Mo. The beast would have done it, but he exploded yesterday. Yeah, too bad for the fat little bastard. Yeah. Let me out of this toilet. Well, you, Doc, uh, what do you know? What do you say? How are we today, Mr. Howard? Uh, you tell me, Doc. Uh, what's the ways I load down on them tests? I won't know until you remove those checkered pants. Okay. <sighs> Well, level with me, Doc. Uh, do I got, uh, what do you call it there, aid? What, I got to wait a year to live like Ben Gazzara? Who's that? Never mind. Now, just let me place these electrodes on your scrotum. Hey, easy on the prunes. Don't worry. It's just an ultrasound. On my balls? What for? To see if you have any. Now, come. Again. Again. Why, you dirty, you know who I am? You ought not to be allowed to practice medicine. I don't have to practice it. I know it. Now, bend over. Oh, no, you don't. What, do you think I'm stupid or something? I think I know what the problem is. Oh, well, in that case... Hmm. Just as I thought. Hey, what's that, Doc? A bad case of fennel seed buildup. Don't you wipe. The doy? Never mind. I'll write you a prescription for a bidet. A bidet? Ain't that French? Ain't we supposed to hate that? Trust me. You'll be tickled pink. 
Once I clean you out, nurse, extend my wonder worm. Oh, ready to insert. Eleven nineteen at five sixty WQM. Sixty four votes on the pool. After his death, the media proclaimed Bob Hope the greatest American entertainer of the twentieth century. Uh, who do you think it was? Bob Hope, fifteen votes. Johnny Carson, fourteen. Elvis, thirteen. Steve Martin, eight. I told you. Sinatra, six. Steve Allen, a pair. Jackie Gleason's got a pair. Madonna's got two. Milton Berle, one. And Groucho, we just stuck up on here, has got one already, and Al Jolson, none yet. And I have a justification for uh, my Steve Martin pick. Where's Betty Davis? Oh, I got another one before you justify. I. What about Marlon Brando? Absolutely. Huh? I might vote for him. Look at all the great movies he was in. That's right. That was going to be sort of my point. Unlike Bob Hope, Steve Martin actually made a couple of movies that were actually funny. Right. And he did, uh, you know, live performing on stage, and, and he also did dramatic movies that were pretty damn good. Yeah. Unlike Bob Hope. The greatest American entertainer of the 20th century was well, Steve Martin? I had to pick one over those other people that were on the poll. Oh. Willie Nelson says somebody here now, huh? <laughs> He's a little bit too moody for me. Willie Nelson. I'm not putting that on it. This is another one of these stories. Boy, you're really digging them out today. School principal faces sex charges. Maybe he ought to be in that meeting tomorrow on sexual harassment. Sarasota. The Reverend Jerry Lee Pitts is accused of having sex with a 15-year-old student repeatedly at his Christian school. Oh, those horny Christians, man. The principal at a local Christian school in Sarasota was charged Wednesday, I guess this is last week, with sexually assaulting a female student over several months last year. The Reverend Jerry Lee Pitts, 37, pastor and principal at the Living World Christian Academy... 455 North Lime Avenue in Sarasota is accused of having sex with a girl multiple times in an orifice and a computer lab at the school, police said. According to a police report, I was getting off the elevator in my building yesterday and there was a really good-looking guy waiting uh, there, whatever floor it stopped at, and he had his laptop in his hand. He had it in his hand. Yeah. And he said, can you believe it? They were first with the power blackout and I just discovered the worm in my computer. Yeah, he had the worm. I, I said, can I take a look at it? We're going to look for the worm on his laptop. On his lap. According to a police report, the girl who was 15 at the time told police the sex occurred from April to July 2002. She is now 16. Pitts couldn't be reached for comment for some bizarre reason. Of course, he is denying those allegations, said his attorney, Leon Campbell. Police said they have sworn statements by two other people, one a former student who said she was sexually abused by Pitts, the other an adult said to have knowledge of another student who was abused. Pitt was charged with five counts of lewd or lascivious battery, and one oh, he used batteries, and one count of lewd or lascivious molestation based on the 60-year-old statement. It goes on and on at great length. How do you like that? Another one of those isolated incidents. God. Five six seven oh five sixty. I don't see Betty Davis on here. We don't want to put too much pressure on Eric, who's been doing a spectacular job, by the way. Him. She is. Sure. No vote. She's not yet. on mine. I see her. Maybe you need to reload. I got 71 votes. How many you got? 83. Oh, well, you see, it's taking a little bit. I got 83 right now. Betty Davis and Marlon Brando just went on there. They have none. Between the two of them, they got none. See, really, stop and think about this one. What does it take to qualify for this? I mean, you know, not that it's a big deal because all, almost all these people are dead anyway, most of them. But what does it really take? In other words, there has to be longevity, somebody who is sure. around for a long time. 
somebody who entertained the masses, which means certainly it's got to almost definitely be either music, movies, or television, or a combination of those. See, the thing right. with Elvis is he made those awful movies, but he was in a lot of movies. Right. They were, they were all horrible, but he was in movies. And, of course, music and also on TV. How yeah. about Ed Sullivan? <laughs> Just a joke, boys and girls. Just a joke. Boy, you have to tell you. Have you ever, have you ever seen those uh, old Sullivan shows? I don't understand them to this day. And now we have Topo Gijo. I'm not talk. sure he was either. He was ever really alive, Ed Sullivan. He was ugly. He had a horrible, deformed posture. He couldn't talk. He had a personality like a yeah. dead man. But other than that, he was dynamic. Now the Beatles. The Beatles. He, he just uh, as stiff as a cardboard box. So like Nick. And my grandmother used to call him Ed Solomon. <laughs> Here's Miami. Hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. Woody Graber, how you doing? Hey, Woody, another uh, call from Woody Graber. Or my Radiohead be... tickets in Ozfest. Yeah, he wants his Radiohead <laughs> tickets, damn it. Well, you got to ask for them. Please. Please? Okay, let's see what I can do for you. Oh, no before problem. you go before you go on, did uh, anybody uh, see the... Wait a minute. Uh, did, uh, you... Uh, wait. did you see Ozzy Osbourne sing Take Me Out to the Ball Game at Wrigley Field the other day? Did you see that tape? <laughs> I saw oh. a clip of that, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That was... And did you see Steve Stone standing next to him? And uh, Steve, of course, uh, with no sense of humor whatsoever, just incredulous, and with that ugly look like, eh, what is this, you know? I thought Steve was going to float right away. Well, it was certainly a, a, certainly a momentous uh, part of the ball game. It was. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what else went on there. But, um, yeah, I'll touch the week from Thursday, George, so I'll see what I can do for you. Elvis Presley just moved into first place. Yeah, okay. I was going to mention Groucho Marx, but then somebody else did before you picked mm -hmm. me up. But yeah, that that guy to me is no. Nobody else mentioned it. I mentioned it. Oh, you mentioned Groucho. That's right. Give me yeah. a little bit of credit, Woody. Okay, all right. Well, somebody got you going to mention it. Yeah. <laughs> no, but definitely, the, definitely Groucho Marx. I thought should be on your poll. Definitely. I actually saw him live. He did back when he. Um, Didn't you promote one of his appearances? No, not quite, but... Oh, 1937? This was, this was back in the early 70s. He did, like, a couple of live, like, lectures almost. Really? Uh, uh, where, uh, actually, um, Marvin Hamlish was a piano player at the time. Who? Marvin Hamlish. You remember? Oh, Marvin Hamlish. Yeah, yeah, I, I, can't, yeah. I can't stand Marvin Hamlish. I know. He did Sunshine oh. Lollipop. There's something about him, man. That his whole ambiance just makes me want to puke. Yeah, but Groucho actually got up and he talked about his movies, and he, you know, he was still lucid at that point. It was hilarious. It was here's a fact that says, here's one that says, how about Sammy Davis Jr.? No. <laughs> no? We gotta no, put, we gotta not? put some Schwarzers on there, plus he was Jewish and had one eye. Look at all yeah, the minorities. Look at Andy all was short. Look at the minorities he covered. Short people, people with one eye, Jews and Schwarzers and tap dancers. How can you beat that? <laughs> Have a great day, Woody. Take care of yourself. George, I'll spend the week from Thursday. I'll take Share care of George those tickets, goddammit. All right. Thanks. Good luck, too, man, on the floor. Radiohead. Radiohead here was canceled, I believe, because of the power blackout. Can, can you imagine? Sounds like a riot. Can you imagine if we'd have had the blackout right at the time of the Stones, the big uh, concert we had here? And let me say it again for anybody that was traveling like out of the country. We had a half a million people here in Toronto a couple of weeks ago for the Rolling Stones, uh, Stones concert with ACDC and uh, Guess Who and all these other people. Half a million people in the early going before the thing even started. There were like two drunken uh, punks arrested for uh, like uh, getting into scuffle with the cops. Other than that, nothing. Not one incident. Nobody got knifed. Nobody got mugged. And it was hotter than hell, too. It was like boiling over there. 
The only incident, and it was a really good one of the whole thing, was when they started throwing water bottles at Justin Tinkerbell. That was great. Oh! Even he, even he admitted that they had good reason to do it. Like, what am I doing here? He's kind of like, uh, what's his name? Mm -hmm. what's what the hell was his name? The guy that ran for vice president with Ross Piro. What the hell was his name? Admiral oh, Stockdale. Stockdale. See, I'm way ahead Dick. of you. I'm just, I'm just chest, uh, chesting you. <laughs> <laughs> so we putting Sammy Davis on there or not? I hope so. Sure, he qualifies. We are. Yeah, let's put little Sammy Davis on there, huh? Movies, uh, stage, uh, recording TV? artists, TV, uh, you name it. Remember the Sammy Davis trio? That's right. That's when they started. No, you don't remember the Sammy Davis trio. What the hell are you talking about? Got, you saw those old trio, telescopes, man, right. from uh, before you were born. Oh, God, am I getting old or what? Soft footage. Saw, he was soft footing it. Was he Ted footing it? 11.27 at 5.60. By the way, the hurricanes blow. I just thought I would mention that just to piss off the beast. And all their fans suck, too. By now, you've been hearing about how Laminates R Us is the way to go. And laminated wood flooring from Laminates R Us is the easy, smart, low-maintenance alternative to expensive, natural wood flooring. Laminates R Us is the best place for you to find laminated wood flooring from the top names in the business. They got them all. Peridor, Pergo, Wilson Art, Unifloor, and Quickstep. They've got all the top names, all installed by Pergo Certified Installers. Here's another really smart reason why you ought to be called Laminates or Us. Their prices will positively floor you. Right now, you can get the summer special for just 1995 bucks. That's correct. Just 1995 bucks gets you up to 380 square feet of beautiful laminate wood flooring. It is positively unbelievable and unmatchable. And Laminates or Us will match any legitimate written offer, too. If you want a free in-home estimate, no obligation, call Laminates or Us toll-free and tell them that cranky, nasty, ancient Neil told you to call. Well, I'm not cranky, though. I'm in a pretty good mood because it's sunny and beautiful here. Is it raining there? No. The guy said it was raining before. Before what? Before uh, we came on the air. Call Laminates or Us toll-free at 1-877-777-3336. What could be easier or simpler? They offer you free carpet disposal, free furniture moving, a 25-year warranty, and, of course, Years and years of beautiful, easy care laminate wood flooring. Call Laminates or Us today, toll free, 1 877 What could be better than watching your favorite players slam dunk? How about watching them get dunked in the slammer? You can with the all new NBA Criminal League. Yes, all your favorite players on the court are now in court. There's Kobe Bryant, Terrell Armstrong, Damon Stoudemire, Glenn Robinson, Chris Webber, Jerry Stackhouse, and of course, Allen Iverson. Iverson shoots. And he scores! When all the NBA superstars are in lockdown, the action is locked up. The NBA Criminal League. They've gone from committing fouls to committing felonies. And you can be a material witness to all the drama with the NBA Criminal League. See there, man? I said, that's what I call a dead ball. The NBA Criminal League. I love these gangsters! 11.32 at 5.60, WQM, happy Tuesday. Too. I'm glad to hear it's not raining at the moment. I, somebody told me before that it was starting to rain. It was, there was a little drip. Maybe where they were. Maybe that was the report from Clarence when he went into Screw Ann's office. He said there was a little drip. Here's a fax that says the best entertainer by far is Benny Hinn, which is, uh, you know, it's amusing. But then he goes on to say, but seriously, Benny Hill. <laughs> Benny Hill is American? I don't think so. Don't think so. Not... Sorry. 
Then uh, Teddy in the Miami, who's a chronic faxer, writes. He says, the great, I'm 28 years old, the greatest entertainer I got to see in, in that century. Isn't that something when he says that century? Because uh, it's not right. that century no That's more. Right. Oh, Jesus. Robin Williams. Do you think we ought to put Robin Williams on this list? Why not? Stand-up comic. I mean, I don't TV, agree, but yeah. movies. No, I don't agree either, especially with that body and red nose. of work. But he's uh, been around a long time. He made uh, a lot of, I think just last year he made a bunch of movies. About 30, man. <laughs> and as far as the female, it says it would have to be Cher with and without the wig. Okay, we'll put Cher on her to make Teddy happy. I don't know. You think? No, she's also a broad broad. Yeah, and of course, a lot of people forget her back in these Sonny and Cher days before he went skiing and before they no, got divorced and uh, before they split up. Huh? We remember. I mean, that really, it wasn't, I really don't know. What her greatest success was? I'd have to look in my book, and I'm too lazy to do that. She won an well, Oscar for that Moonstruck, I think. I'm not sure. Right. So there you go. The star of stage, screen, movies, TV, music, uh, whatever. Also, it says there's also this little Colombian hoochie mama down at the Pussycat, but that's a whole different kind of entertainment. And as far as that's concerned, speaking of the Pussycat, maybe we left out one of the most important names of all, Tempest Storm. <laughs> there you oh, yeah. go. Who had the uh, phony hoochie. I mean, the phony... Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. This story about Al Qaeda claiming where is it in the mainstream media? Why aren't they even reporting that these reports exist in the uh, in these other newspapers? Where where is it? Elvis Presley twenty four, and again we should probably apologize because most of our audience is saying, uh, well, I mean they know Elvis, even even little punk kids, and we've discovered before our audience ain't all that partial to Elvis. They can live without him. Right? Oh yeah. They don't. They don't like him. No. Who does? No. Now why would you say that? Fat shut-ins. The only people that like Elvis's music or as an entertainer were fat shut-ins and, and old folks. Those are the people that go to Graceland. Are right. the people you're talking about? Yeah. They got to get out once in a while. Old folks, trailer trash, like Elvis. So in other words, only trailer trash and old people like Elvis Presley's music. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe some fags. I don't know. I don't know what they like. They liked Elvis a lot. Of course, we liked Pat Boone, too, until we realized. <laughs> Elvis Presley, 24. Bob Hope, 23. Johnny Carson, 19. Steve Martin, 13. I told you he was a winner. And I love Steve Martin, too, but, I mean, just the idea of him being the greatest. It's just so... No, I thought about it, but, uh, yeah, he's current. Well, so what does that mean? And it goes to show the mediocritization of our lives, okay? In the right. last, if, if we would have said in the last 20 years, who was the greatest entertainer, who would you have had on there? In fact, mm -hmm. of, of these people on this list, you had Steve Martin, Johnny Carson, um, Madonna, right? Yeah, Cher. Cher, and that's it. And Marlon Brando. And, uh, and that's about, about it. I mean, some of the people were still alive in the last 20 years, like Sammy Davis. and Bet uh, Look at that, Sammy Davis and Betty Davis. Davis. How about Ernie, Ernie Davis? How about Eddie Davis, Jr. and Sr. at uh, Harrington Park? Who? You ever bet on them? <laughs> Don't bet on it. Don't. 119 votes, and it's a real battle there, like Ed Sullivan would say, a real battle. Sinatra and Steve Martin, 13. Johnny Carson, 19. Bob Hope, 23. And Elvis, the king, whom George is denigrating today, 24. And I think that's disgraceful. Disgraceland. He was okay. Here's Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Pretty good, sir. Hey, you want to piss off some people? you got to take Bob Hope off. He was born in England. Yeah, we know that, but that's, that's nitpicking. Okay, but anyway, funnier than all of them, I think, was Jack Benny. And um, I do agree Sammy Davis should be on there. 
but I was also, um, damn, I was thinking of, oh, what about Liberace? Just as an entertainer, Liberace. Liberace should be on air, right? But anyway. we got to put some Flamboyant Queen on. Thank you, sir. Let's put Liberace on air, Flamboyant Queen. Hey, Eric. Eric, put Liberace on. He was putting us on. Oh, he wasn't? He had a brother, you know. George. Yeah. George Liberace. He used to stand there when he had the TV show. He used to stand there next to the piano. I think he used to blow the uh, candelabra. <laughs> Jack Benny, we're putting on there. I mean, God, we can't put all the old TV. We could put Edwin on there. I mean, yeah. See, uh, Edwin was good. <laughs> I know. He was great. He was a funny guy. Yes, he was. He was like uh, he was like a live character from Cooper, Fran, and Ollie. He was just uh, he was a panic. In fact, I think Robin Williams stole the red nose from Ed Wynn. Ed Wynn was great, but nobody remembers him. I bet you Boca Bryan remembers him. Sure, I remember. All those old fossils like him. You don't remember I Ed Wynn. I saw the old footage. Yeah. Of, uh, what is it? Trio now. And uh, what do you call it? TV. I mean, band. I'll tell you how you know you're getting old. Because his son, Keenan Wynn, who was a really good actor. Mm-hmm. Keenan Wynn is about 90 now, you know, and uh, he was Ed Wynn's son. And I remember Ed Wynn. So right. what does that tell you? And what did Keenan Wynn say? Push the button, Max! He did? Yeah, that was him in The Great Race. Are you serial? I'm telling you. Wasn't he By the, the way, let me say it again. I apologize to my friend Johnny Depp and Bella Lugosi rest in, uh, in whatever you're dressed in. Do uh, you know that they buried, they actually buried yeah. him in that cape? Yes, they did. That was his last request, bury me in my cape with a cape on. And so they're like right in the box, there's like a little chicken. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T. We got a sexual harassment thing at QAM tomorrow. Big meat. They're holding the big meat. I'm wearing my shiny red leather codpiece to the meeting. <laughs> Maybe you could bring in that gigantic ceramic rocking penis, too, just as kind of like a suburban message. Rock on. Here's, uh, let's roll. Here's Miami. Hello. <laughs> Hello. How you doing? Pretty good. Uh, I got John Travolta for you, and if you're going to put in the rock, you might as well put Tiny Tim on the list. Okay. <laughs> I think he had a point, don't you? Tiny Tim. <gasps> good call. Very entertaining. It was great. <laughs> You're wearing sexual, cause she'll hang up the phone. If you're too risky, so tiptoe through the sexual with me. Now, who was that? It says Tiny Tim Jr. I don't even remember that thing. Who I don't was know. that? Don't know. Is that incredible or what? Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560 QAM. Crapital Records is proud to present the Elvis album everyone's been waiting for. It's Elvis in Seattle. Idle minds feeling brilliant from the mouths of decadence. I'm getting hungry. Uh, hey, Red, uh, give me a cheeseburger, man, and see if the Colonel's got any leftover lasagna. I'm, I'm getting hungry. That's right. The king of rock and roll is playing the kingdom, and you've got a front row ticket. Will Jeremy spoke in class today? Elvis covers all the great Seattle bands, Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, and the one that started it all, Nirvana. Oh, man, I'm a lotto, my mosquito. Elvis is wearing flannel and rocking Seattle. Only on Capitol Records and Chains. Man, spaghettios, got some Cheetos, and some Fojos, mashed potatoes. Huh. Thank you very much. You're welcome. 16 till noon at 560 WQ, and we got 108 million votes. What do we got on there? 152 votes. 
And Elvis has got a slim lead. He's got 31. Bob Hope, 29, which just shocks the hell out of me. Johnny Carson, 24. Steve Martin, 15. Sinatra, 15. Jackie Gleason, 12. Look at that. Groucho's got eight. I told you. Yeah. Here's the facts from uh, B in Hollywood. B something. I can't read this, but whatever. Thank you, B. The greatest entertainer of the 20th century, going back to 1900, I think the entertainer that captivated the attention and imagination of the greatest masses of the world's public at any one time was Eric Weiss, a.k.a. Harry Houdini. With a gigantic weenie. Okay. Amer American self-liberator, Europe's eclipsing sensation, world's handcuff king, and prison breaker. Nothing on earth could hold Houdini a prisoner, it says, except maybe, uh, what's his name? What was his name on a prisoner? Oh, Patrick McGowan. Patrick McGowan. What's he doing? Also, if you're going to list any actors, I think that Charlie Chaplin must also be added and says, no, I'm not 108 years old, actually 42. But here's somebody that's only 42 but knows all about this good stuff. Uh, Charlie Chaplin I'm putting on there. Sure. Harry Houdini? Uh, I, mean, I don't think so. It doesn't cost us anything to put it on there. But... Okay. No, but it makes Eric do more work, and he's under a lot of stress up there, isn't he? No. No, he's sucking up real hard these days because uh, we got rid of you-know-who. Okay, Harry Houdini, put him on there. I don't think he'll do all that great. I could be wrong. What do I know? What do I know from Harry Houdini? Oh, and speaking of Harry Houdini, was it Kreskin? Was that the guy that was in Edwood? The, um, the Amazing Kreskin, right. The Amazing Kreskin, which I never mm -hmm. knew about him, which goes to show how naive I must have been as a child. I've heard his name. What a flamboyant queen sure. that was, huh, that Kreskin? I heard Kreskin was into Crisco. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five. Now, it was it was a good movie. It should have been just a half an hour. No, no editing. It could have uh, could have helped. Editing and like maybe adding a little something else to the story besides Eddie, help me, Eddie. You know, I mean, no, no, it's valid. valid and I will say this: that Harry had much better looking tracks in his arm than Bella did. Oh. I mean, <laughs> Bella was more like a roadmap, but Harry had like you know, in like. The old purple vein. Bella spread it around. Harry just uh, banged that one spot. He just had that one favorite spot. Here's a call from Miami Lakes. Hello. How about Jim J. Bullock? Mm. He's one of them. Yeah, he's one of them. Here's a lady in South Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. I'd like to recommend uh, Lucille Ball. Oh, how could we have left off Lucy? I know. <laughs> Jeez, are we stupid or what? <laughs> we are. Okay. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Have a great day. Hi, are, are we stupid? Yeah. Are we dumb? Yeah. Are we pathetic? On, yeah. on Lucy. I beg your pardon? I just sent you a fax. Someone suggested Lucille Ball. Okay, here it is. Uh, <laughs> here's one that says Mo Howard David. Absolutely. There you go. Yeah, one for the old Mo man. Well, I will say this. He lived through uh, almost the entire century. I'm reaching for my Lucy fax. Just relax. Lucy. Oh, no, this isn't the Lucy facts. This is about topless three-year-old makes waves at the pool. Topless toddlers apparently can spark lust in adults who are sexually... Oh, this, this is disgusting. This is pathetic. Where is this from? Don't know. It's from Hunger. Oh, from the Detroit Free Press. Which I knew it well. Of course, I lived in Detroit when there were actually like a few uh, white people there. There's still a few white people in Detroit. About 30, man. Ed in Fort Lauderdale says, Great American entertainers, female Lucille Ball and male Wayne Newton <laughs> is what Ed, well, One out of two ain't bad, Ed. <laughs> I want some red roses. Oh, Donkey please. Chain. I can't get my yeah. voice that high. Donkey chain. Wait a minute. Donkey chain. Yeah. Every time I think of uh, Wayne Newton, I think of one other person. In fact, the movie was just done over the weekend. Bugsy yeah. Siegel. Oh, yeah. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not making any allegations or accusations. It just, yeah. it's just I wonder how some of these people who made it big in the early days of Vegas, they must have known. Just like, uh, what's his name there, El Martino, right. Johnny Fontaine. You know, he went there to the meeting and, uh, and he said, Mama! Mamma mia! No, he did. You know, he said we'd like you to, uh, you know, get some of your friends in show business to, uh, you know, to anything for my Godfather, Mike. I just, I'm just obsessed. How, how you could say Godfather three ruined or destroyed Godfather one and they two? They used all the cliches from it. They like sullied it. They crapped on it. They tainted it. Leave the gun. Taint the topless three-year-old makes waves at pool from the Detroit Free Press. It may be all right for girls to bathe topless in pools in, say, Brazil, but don't try going topless at a water park in Detroit, even if you're only three years old, it says. Kar Karima Sorrell and her daughter, Suhaila Smith, three, learned that the hard way Wednesday when security guards at Wayne County... Did you just fart or something there? Uh, sort of. At Wayne County's Chandler Park Family Aquatic Park, called police on Sorrell because she allowed her daughter to play in the pool topless. I mean, is there any hope for America at all? No. Sorrell of Detroit said she came to the park about 11.30 in the morning Wednesday. The park, complete with water slides, wave, and wading pools, is owned by Wayne County and managed by uh, something in the Enterprises of Detroit. I can't read the word. So Hela had her bikini bottom on, but her mother had forgotten the matching top. If I had the top, I would have put it on her, Sorrell said Friday. But Sorrell saw nothing wrong with her daughter going topless, just like the three-year-old boy splashing around the pool. Topless toddlers apparently can spark lust in adults who are sexually attracted to children. At least that's what Sorrell said the park security guards repeatedly told her during the standoff. Winko Enterprises. They had a standoff. If there are pedophiles, or was it like nudge, nudge, wink, wink? Is that what they were doing? I think so. If there are pedophiles in your park, please harass them and leave my daughter and me alone, Sorrell said, she told the girls. Yeah, yeah, harass them, and we'll talk about it at the meeting tomorrow at QAM. So Sorrell held her ground, or better still, waded deeper into the pool. The guards then threatened to call Detroit police on Sorrell and her topless tot. Oh, Jesus. At about 1 p.m., a police officer from the 5th Precinct arrived, assessed the situation, and according to Sorrell, told the park manager, Lorenzo Douglas, that Sorrell was doing nothing wrong. Why don't they have a goddamn, uh, like, a, like a big uh, cabinet meeting about it in Detroit, huh? Let's get the, the uh, mayor and the city commission together. Jesus. Secret Service chided over probe of cartoonist. The Secret Service used profoundly bad judgment in seeking to question Los Angeles Times cartoonist over a political cartoon depicting a man pointing a gun at President Bush, a senior House Republican said uh, Tuesday. What Tuesday? Well, we don't know. Representative Christopher Cox, Republican of California, chairman of the House Homeland Security Committee, said the Secret Service-owned Pulitzer Prize-winning cartoonist Michael Ramirez an apology, and the public has owned an explanation both how this happened and why it will not happen again. The use of federal power to attempt to influence the work of an editorial cartoonist for the L.A. Times, Cox said in a letter to the U.S. Secret Service Director Ralph Basham, reflects profoundly bad judgment, but it's typical because we live in a fascist country, don't we? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Part for the course. Jesus Christ. Or at least, like I said, you live in a fascist country. Right. You visit. Oh, President Bush, to comment about the U.N. attack around noon, we'll keep our uh, eye peeled for that. Do we want to hear that? No. Uh, yeah. Evil doers. What's, what's he going to say? Anything Evil profound? Doers. No. Evil doers. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T. See, what he's going to say is, see, we told you we had to go in there to protect against all these terrorists and yada, yada. Of course, if we wouldn't have gone in there, would this have happened in the first place? No. No. Would all those people would have died? No. Been maimed? No. Wounded? No. Et cetera? 
Will they still have running water, yes. electricity, yes. food, yes. jobs, yes. all of these things? Yes. Oh, I, I just mentioned that in passing. In any country with an electorate with any kind of a brain, this man already would have been impeached. Make no mistake about it. They're having the hearings continue over there in Britain. They got Tony Blair with his feet on the fire. In America, they're worried about Arnold. Arnold. That's what we're worried about. <laughs> An American Idol. Perfect. It is perfect for America, man. I heard he's going to host American Idol. Five, six, seven, oh, five. I hear he's been idle. That's why he, well, he got to do something. Too much idle time on your hands, man. And that Maria Schreiber, I'd like, I'd like to make a chin for her, you know. I'd like to smack her so hard where her chin is supposed to be that she'd grow one. Here's a call from Boca. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. You got to put Red Skelton on there. Well, we don't have to, but we probably will. <laughs> all right, well, that's about all I had to say, and uh, I thought he was pretty good. He was very good. All right, thank you. Bye. Thank you. He was legendary. Uh, what did he used to say at the end of the show? He had something he used to say. Y'all hold with y'all got to y'all gave with y'all. He said night, night. And he, he had some, I don't know what it was. He, he was good. But, I mean, how, yeah, we can't put every pioneer. See, this is the thing. There were people who were like pioneers in their field. There were radio pioneers. Mm-hmm. There were movie pioneers. There were people like from the early days. And, of course, there were people like uh, Rudolph Valentino, who had, like, I guess, a really swishy voice or something. Although, didn't he, did he die before they made talking movies or not? I don't recall. Do you think it was just a coincidence that all three of his wives were all lesbians? Sure. Paula Negri, uh, she luck. was one of them. I don't know who the other, there was one or two more. He had kept marrying dykes. Kind of like the same problem J-Lo has. Five six seven oh five sixty. I don't want to hear one more word about J Lo or Ben Affleck or any. I don't want to hear about them. I don't want to know from them. Before the show, George was telling me about uh, the media now. At least MTV has got this frenzy about um, Jessica Simpson and Nick Lachey from yeah, uh, ninety eight degrees. Every other and you day. know I'm obsessed with Nick Lachey. But even even so, I mean, what what is there to say? Every his group his group vanished from the face of the earth, even though they did a lot of pretty good music. And uh, she's uh, like you said, got a big schnoz. And a big rack. She's got a big rack, and he's got the big D. Here's one that says, oh, my God. It says, I would like to nominate Oprah for your poll. Oh, holy Toledo. Oprah. She touched me in my heart, too, in the color purple, it says. Well, let's put her on there. She's a billionaire. <laughs> what are you laughing about? Nothing. The facts is funny. She touched me in my heart, too. And says made it purple. Well, I guess if you touch it enough, it damn near get purple. We got Oprah on there. What about Red Skelton? Are we putting him on there? We're putting him After on. his death, the media proclaimed that uh, the greatest entertainer of the 20th, American entertainer of the 20th century was Bob Hope. Who do you think it was? Elvis, 35. Bob Hope, 34. There's Elvis and Bob, neck to neck, nose to nose. Well, I know who's going to win that one. Johnny Carson, 27. Frank Sinatra, 19. Steve Martin, 17. Jackie Gleason, 13. Groucho, 12. Now, that's surprising. Don't you think? Well, I mean, yeah, it is surprising. I because mean, of the like age that. thing. I mean, right. uh, you bet your life was... Uh, I mean, well, how many years ago was that on? About 30, man. More than that. Sure. It's because of those glasses. Everybody has those glasses. Oh, that's right. Everybody's got those Groucho glasses. Right. Good disguise, by the way. Good idea, especially if you're like two steps to the left of Attila the Hunt and you're in America right now. Always put on the Groucho glasses before you go out. Can't hurt. Madonna's got seven. Uh, what about Lucy? Don't we have Lucy on here? Hey, Brian Rhodes. 
Brian Rhodes, who sent us a 20-page fax on Willie Nelson's filmography. Yeah, stick Stop it up your ass, Brian. sending us faxes, Brian Rhodes. 191 votes on here, and Lucy doesn't have any. I thought when that lady called with Lucy, I thought we finally struck the mother load. And I realize she hadn't been on there very long. She don't have any. And everybody, this, this is not an AIDS thing, because everybody, I mean, it's on Nickelodeon, it's on Nickelodeon, it's on uh, every, it's on a zillion different channels, the rerun. Oh, yeah. I love loosely. That's what uh, Scran always says. Live, live, and local. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. This is Coach Don Schuler, and I sound like Bob Hope on acid. And I want to tell you, it's the 12 to 1 hour, or whatever it is. Ladies and gentlemen, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold, before we get started, what is that smell? That's my new cologne. It smells like onion dip. What is it? That's onion dip cologne. That explains it, I guess. Sir. That's right. Next question. You know, there was all the speculation that you were... Slower, please. You know, there was all that speculation that you weren't going to run. I know. I fooled the whole world. What changed your mind? What mind? What changed your decision to run for governor? Decisions are easy to make when you are informed. What does that mean? It's onion dip cologne. No, I don't mean about the cologne. I mean, what did that statement mean? Right. Next question. What is When the... I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. Well, how exactly are you going to do that? I'm going to pump it up. How? By pumping. But this is a government. This isn't a gym. No, pumping. Speaking of pumping, there have been some allegations that you have... Uh, oh, just straight... be careful where you tread, small reporter man. Well, there have been reports that you have strayed in your... Uh, uh, You've strayed... It's onion dip cologne. It's very nice. Thank you. I'm going to pump up Sacramento as the governor. I will be the best governor of California since Hubert Humphrey. Hubert Humphrey was never the governor of California. Exactly. It's onion dip cologne. It's a trouble one at 560 WQM. He's not going to win, by the way. Gary He's Coleman. He's not going to win. I beg your pardon? Gary Coleman. Gary Coleman's going to win. And all of California will be suffering from strokes. Not heat strokes. Not your regular, different strokes. <laughs> Here's a fact that says if you're going to put Lucy on, I, I, Lucy ought to be doing great. I mean, I realize we put her on late, and I apologize for that. She'll and thank up. goodness that, huh? She'll catch up. She's only got uh, one eye. I mean, no, she's only got the three votes. Come on, Lucy. Then it says you have to include Gracie Allen. We're not going to put Gracie oh, Allen on man. there. It says her sense of comedic timing made Lucy look like a beginner. I mean, greatest entertainer means. Uh, well, it could more be than one show. Well, I mean, was Gracie? I, I, I guess she was in the movies. With, now, if George Burns, if we were going to put uh, George Burns on there, I'd say that's a possibility. All right. He was I on TV. He was sure. a pioneer. He was in the movies. He was in. He played God. Yeah, right. God. You know, what do you say, George Burns? Absolutely. There you go. Let's get him on, Eric. George Burns and Gracie Fries. It says, speaking of great old-timers, what about Red Skelton? Well, somebody beat you to it, uh, but thank you very much. Yeah, Gracie Allen was good. I'm not doubting that. She was great and very, very uh, amusing. But what about Ronnie Allen? Remember him? No. He was adopted. Fine. And do you think Jack Benny was, well, I don't want to get into that. Rochester knows. What about Mary Livingston? Who? Who was the announcer on that show? The big fat guy? Don Pardo. Don 
Nicto Corleone. <laughs> It'll come to me. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Nineteen ninety seven with the Food for Oil program, uh, with the Oil for Food program, um, and and that you know, but, but but recently I would say that it's really sad because you know in the past few days is really when the UN has really uh, 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 sort of stepped up its efforts here, and I mean like you know hiring people for cleaning operations. Yeah, see, the, this is what really is sick about this, among many other things. But the UN is there like to give humanitarian aid and uh, uh, dispense the food and. Uh, help cleaning up the country and put the pieces back together in. And so they go and blow up the U.N. building. Yeah, well, that's what you say. We know that they're really there as an arm of the American government. I see. Oh, and another bad piece of news for Toronto is if we haven't had bad enough with SARS and West Nile and Mad Cow and blackouts and everything else. Now we got some clown here is suggesting that they move the headquarters of the U.N. from New York to Toronto, to which we say, <laughs> no thanks, no thanks, no, have El Paso. It. Have it. Nice gesture, but no thanks. Take it. Here's Bell Harbor. Hello. Uh, yes, uh, Uncle Neil. I'm calling about the uh, poll. But, yes, sir. Uh, the story you, you mentioned, Neil, about the three-year-old, uh, that's a fine example, Neil, of what uh, you will be never, never be able to move forward in this country. Mm -hmm. For people that uh, are bothered by a three-year-old child. Three-year-old uh, three girl with it's no sick. cop on. It's sick. Neil, my uh, poll will be uh, Cheech Marin. Yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, I don't know if you're aware, but after they found uh, Mr. Bono in the tree accident, he was found uh, sunny side up. Not bad. Give it about a two and a half on a scale of ten. Not bad. That's cute. I'll take it. Now, what did he say, Cheech and Bong? Cheech Marine. Five six seven oh five sixty. And you know, speaking of that, you know who we left off this pool so far? Esa negrita que va caminando. No, she's a Latin American. Not American. she's a Latino. She don't qualify. No. Well, didn't she ever become like an American? I have no idea. See, there you go, right, right away, spouting off a bunch of crap. We better check this out. Bob Hope was born in London, right. lived uh, almost his entire life in the U.S. Hey, Cheechah was uh, an American. Jesus was an American? That's what the Mormons say. Elvis, 38. Joe Smith, man. You'd think that somebody uh, like uh, all, all those powers would come up with a more creative name than Joseph Smith. I mean, <laughs> Jesus El Cristo, or whatever the hell his name was. And then his brother there, what was his name, Jimmy Christ? <laughs> Elvis Presley, 38. Bob Hope, 37. Johnny Carson, 29. Frank Sinatra, 22. Groucho, 18. You Bet Your Life. George Fenneman. Remember he was the announcer on that You Bet Your Life? No. Do you remember when the duck would come down with a secret word? I remember word? the duck. I don't know the announcer's name, though. Don Wilson. That was it. just came to me. Don, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. For an old fart like me, I'm as sharp as a goddamn marble. I mean, it's just amazing to me. Don Wilson... There isn't one person out of a minute, even, I bet you even little uh, Boca Brian there didn't know from Don Wilson, okay? I'm sure he's driving into a tree right now. I can't believe it. My mind, the stuff that's caught inside, if I could just get like a little a brain vacuum cleaner to suck out all the garbage, the wasteful crap, all of that stuff about Gordon Fraser Jr. and Mark McCoy and Don McElmurray. When in doubt, suck it out. I keep saying that, but they run away. Groucho, 18, Steve Martin, 17, Jackie Gleason, 14, Madonna's got seven, Sammy Davis, Hoonier, has five, Get the Honey, Hoonier, Lucille Ball, five, Steve Allen, four, Milton Burl, three, Uncle Milty. Now, how can Milton Burl only have three? Huh? He was sight, Mr. Television. Not before any of these people were born. Did he die? Didn't he just die? I think he died. I'm not sure. Uh-oh. No, he, he did die. Somebody will check that for us. Is Scott doing those things now, or is he busy? Um... Uh, he don't know from computers. What? 
<laughs> How hard is it to do a search on a computer for uh, whatever the hell we're searching for, for Milton Berle? It is so hard. Cher's got three, Charlie Chaplin three, Al Jolson two, Liberace two. What about George Liberace? Marlon Brando's got one, and no votes yet for Harry Houdini, Betty Davis, Oprah, George Burns. No, no, we don't want Gracie Allen on it. See, this is, I run into this problem all the time. For example, there was a poll I did last week about the worst TV, regular TV series, and I look on the floor we got in there, I see, I remember Mama. I never said I remember Mama was a bad show. I was just talking about ancient shows that only I would remember, okay? If we even whisper something, all of a sudden it's like... Pops up on the pool because Eric is trying to be. You're trying a little bit too hard, okay? Like the seed said, you're pushing too hard. Get Gracie Allen off of that pool, please, okay? Milton Berle said, dead at what? Milton Berle dead at 93. What year? When did he die? A couple years ago? Doesn't say. It doesn't say. What a crappy news article it was the first one that came up, and uh, what a piece of crap. It doesn't say when he died. It's got to be within no. like the last couple of years because I remember him commenting when all these other old fossils would die. I remember they always would go to Uncle right. Milty and he have some uh, crusty old thing to say, you know. I'll I mean, he it. looked he looked ancient, but boy, Bob Hope looked like Methuselah on a bad day for a long time. So I guess it's all for the best. But thanks for the memories, Bob. You sucked. Five six seven oh five sixty. Here's a call from Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hi, Neil. How are you? Great. Um, I wanted to get uh, make a Buenos tardes. Yeah, about the comments you were earlier make. If there was, where is the main uh, main uh, press regarding uh, the the statement that Bush has made so far? Every statement he has made so far, as far as the WMD, as far as the aluminum tubes, the mobile chemical. Well, what, 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 wait a minute, what kind of tubes? You know, the aluminum tubes that said it was being used for. Uh, no, no, did, you know, just you said aluminum. In a very, it was very amusing the way you said it the first time. Okay. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Hang on a second. Don't go away. Hang on. All nations of the world face a challenge and a choice. By attempting to spread chaos and fear... He says, these killers will not determine the future of Iraq. our will. Across the world, they're finding that... He must be on doggy downers today. He's talking so slow, we don't have time. Go ahead, sir. I'm sorry. Yeah, I apologize uh, for interrupting with his propaganda. <laughs> Yeah, it is exactly what it is. So far, what has Bush has done is basically ruled by fear. That's mm -hmm. all he's done. Right. Give up your civil liberties, give right. up your things, uh, you trust it. me, bang, right. bang, 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 bang. I mean, give me a break. And the other moron, the president, which I didn't like, he just had a little innuendos with a whatever, and they're trying to impeach him. This well, not guy not has... innuendos, you mean like peccadillos. <laughs> right. I mean, you talk about a person swearing to uphold the Constitution of the United States, yeah. that it's, and he hasn't done so. He has lied. He has used information just to get to the point that he wants to and stick it down everybody's throat. And this is a bunch of hooey. Right. And look at, look at our own press, Miami Herald. I mean, there is no news in the world right now that front page of today's paper is about the seamstress for the dolphin. Oh, my God. Are you serial? I swear. What, look at Miami Herald's front page. We have Are you sure? You have soldiers dying in Iraq. Yeah. We have some nut in the northeast started snipering people. Right. We, we have, have northeast the... blackout, and we don't, have. Don't the... you think we need to get Chief Moose back on the case there? I know he's in Maryland, but let's get him over there in West Virginia. It's not that far away. Yeah, and we have get the, the Moosey man out. We have the tailors for the dolphin at the front page of Miami Herald that she charges eight dollars a pen. Was, J... Was that Jason Taylor? <laughs> no. Have a great day, amigo. Calm Thanks. down.
Take two and call me in the morning. He was good. He was excellent. He was great. How do you mean? It was great. Oh, wait a minute. Here's a guy from the U.N. who might actually say something. ...of uh, the succession at the end of the four months, or whether it has to be soon. He has nothing to say. So, Milky... But you notice on the on CBC they're not putting Bush on there. They're putting like somebody from Good. the UN who actually has something to say, who actually can put a sentence together. I think the the president ought to put a sentence together, like about ten to twenty would be good. Uncle Milty, yes, died March twenty eighth of last year. See, I told you it was just very recent. It's hard keeping track when all these uh, fossils die. It's very difficult. All these, so many of them, and they come they come in clusters. Gregory Peck and Kate Hepburn and all these people, mm -hmm. like you know, before you, you go to bed and then you wake up in the morning, a whole bunch of nice people are dead. Here's a fact that says I have a couple for you. Charlie Chaplin, didn't we already put him on there? Yes. Yes. Denny, <laughs> Denny Terrio and Benny Hill. This must be from Irv Griffin. P.S. Real layman, real layman's for you. Iraq is like a hornet's nest. Either remove it outright in its entirety, or do what Bush and his cronies did: hit it with a stick. What? Guess what we have now? It says a bunch of pissed uh, something. What does that say? Watch out for revenge. It says. Okay, whatever you say. We have a bunch of wasp, uh, whatever they, they don't are. They look so waspy to me. There's an article, by the way, in the Guardian today, the British paper. The headline says, U.S. troops crazy in killing a cameraman. Yeah. Journalists who were with a Reuters news cameraman shot dead by U.S. troops while filming outside a Baghdad prison yesterday <coughs> accused the soldiers of behaving in a crazy and negligent fashion. They claimed the Americans had spotted the Reuters crew outside the jail half an hour before Mason Dana was killed and must have released that he was not a gorilla carrying a rocket-propelled grenade launcher. The chief executive of Reuters, Tom Gloser, said, The latest death is hard to bear. That's why I'm calling on the highest levels of U.S. government for a full and comprehensive investigation of this terrible tragedy. <laughs> Dana, 43, is the second Reuters cameraman to be killed since U.S. led forces invaded Iraq. His death brought to 17 the number of journalists or their assistants who died in Iraq since the war began March 20th. The journalist was killed on Sunday when soldiers in two tanks opened fire while he was filming near Abu Ghraib prison, which had earlier come under mortar attack. The U.S. Army, which has launched an investigation, claimed that soldiers thought his camera was a weapon, but colleagues who were with the award-winning cameraman when he was killed told a different story. And you can uh, read all about it, as they used to say. Remember that little uh, read all about it? They say that in Canada. Read all about it. But at any rate, it's on our website, headline, U.S. Troops Crazy and Killing a Cameraman. 1213 at 560 WQM. If you need to sell your home fast, fast cash home buyers buys houses fast, hassle free. Fast cash home buyers buys houses in any condition, any location, for any reason. You need to sell your house fast? Does your house need a new roof, flooring, or any other repairs? Don't throw money away on costly repairs. Stop and call Rod today, toll free at 1 866 785 Fast for no obligation hassle free offer. At Fast Cash Home Buyers to help you solve your house problems. You have a vacant house. Maybe you're tired of dealing with a problem tenant. Maybe you're going through a nasty, smelly, rotten divorce. Call Fast Cash Home Buyers. Are you one, two, or three payments behind? Inherited a property that you don't want. Fast Cash Home Buyers can help. So call Rod today at 1-866-785-FAST, F-A-S-T, and let Fast Cash Home Buyers give you peace of mind. Fast Cash Home Buyers will buy your house today, and you won't have to pay any real estate commissions either. So call Rod at 1-866-785-FAST, F-A-S-T, for a hassle-free offer, and let Fast Cash Home Buyers solve your house problems. My and law. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. It's Dave! In Miami town. Uh -huh. At 
Are you confused, lonely, drifting through life without direction? Then I want to talk to you about an exciting career as an Episcopal bishop. You see, the flashy hat and robe are just the beginning. There's the glitz, glamour, plenty of TV coverage, and a personally autographed 8x10 of Harvey Firestein with every archdiocese. Commandment schmandments. We think of them more as uh, suggestions. I mean, ten commandments are fine. But if you can bat 300, it's fine with us. Catching's an option, too. Or if you're into the sweet science of boxing, you can always beat the bishop. Now, if you're thinking, hey, I'm not Episcopal, how can I be a bishop? Don't worry. We have two bishops that are Muslim, five atheists, and a Buddhist bishop that'll let you rub his belly for good luck before you play bingo down at St. Latoya's. Join us. The few, the proud, the color-coordinated Episcopal bishops. There's a good poll question for you one of these days, like maybe tomorrow. What's up? Macho, the Episcopal bishop from New Hampshire, or Ann Bishop? Oh. No, I'm, I'm thinking about these polls because I mentioned to you before the show. I mean, it's a real challenge to come up with a... I mean, we repeat some once in a great while, you know? Right. But generally speaking, day after day after day, something new and different and innovative. I'm thinking, right in line with this thing about the greatest entertainer, how about some offshoots of it? Like, who is the greatest fat American entertainer of all time? Oh, Who yeah, is the greatest is. short American entertainer of all time? we got to set up parameters like weight and height. Right. Like, like if you're below this line. Who is line, the greatest really super ugly American entertainer of all time? Well, you gave me an idea this morning. Next to Moe. Absolutely. Yeah. When you were berating me about the awful sequel poll and the wording of it. Well, the, the, the concept was good, but the poll uh, the, was worded poorly. Well, now i got one that we haven't done that I'm going to work on tomorrow. What is that? And, uh, and build it. Which movies do you You're going to build it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are such a hypocrite, man. Yeah. It's, it's scary. I said it it over frightens over me. Which movie do you wish they made a sequel to? Oh, that, I like that. That's a good poll. Because some are like... Magnolia? You know, there you go, exactly. Because you were bitching about the fact that it right. ends in your uh, I'll, sitting there. I'll be the first one online at the movies if they do. And, and other oh. ones that are kind of open-ended, like it could have, there could be something else after it, uh, or you just wish there was more of it, like another adventure of this one or that one. Or right. The hell. So, yeah, like we'll uh, Commando one. Cody. <laughs> Boy, it's too bad you don't have that movie all the time. I know. I'm bitter. See, I never, because uh, it's, so, it's about 100 years ago, I never re realized that Gene Autry's show, because I always thought of Gene Autry just as a cowboy. Right. But his show is more like a science fiction show. Okay. Are you aware of that? Well, no. I'm, I'm I mean, I'm, I'm talking about his, not his radio show, but his serial, the serials that he was in the movies. Right. Never saw the, him. The chapter plays, as What's-Your-Name would say. Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates. At any rate. Hey, how about uh, Roy Rogers? What do you say for our list? Huh? Cowboy. No. They're the greatest cowboy hero of all time. As we continue, Bob, we should be writing these down. Eddie Arnold. Eddie Arnold was a singer. Eddie Arnold he was, was a singing uh, cowboy. Oh, please. He did the cattle poke song. He was a straight shooter. Oh, speaking of straight shooters, Tom, uh, what, not, not Tom Byron. What the hell's his name? Peter North just turned 90. Oh. And he's still shooting it. Squirt, squirt. Straight as an arrow. Not, doesn't have the distance he used to have. <laughs> huh? I guess that happens to the I best of us. Think. No, seriously, Peter North is still making porno movies, and he's got to uh, be—he's got to be in his mid-fifties. Well, early to mid-fifties, okay. Whatever. Yeah. More power to him. More power to him. <laughs> Here's a call from Palm Beach. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Um. Okay, Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood's a good choice. I like that. He's made about thirty thousand movies. 
And Red Skeleton used to say at the end of his show, um, may God bless. May God bless. Very good. Thanks a lot, Pally. Bye. Clint East was a good choice, right? Right. Made uh, just just this month, he made a bunch of movies. About 30, man. Right. He was on old TV. He was? Wasn't he on Rawhide? Clint Eastwood has a raw hide. Have you seen his face lately? Oh, yeah. It's pretty raw. And his voice, too. Now, you know, I, I see parallels between him and Pharrell, you know? Because you wonder. Now, we know in Pharrell's case that he talks the same way off the air that he does on the air. Yeah, that's his voice, you know? But with Clint Eastwood, it sounds like he's like one of those guys... Like uh, Jack Klugman. Of course, Jack Klugman's got an excuse. He had uh, throat cancer or whatever, had like his uh, whole voice box remote. But, but with like Clint Eastwood, does he really speak that way? Yeah, I saw him on a press conference once during the whole big divorce thing that was going on. Yeah, I'm going to get Kind of like with Steve Tyler. Right. Does he really it walk was... that way? <laughs> five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty. I love Aerosmith, man. I don't care what anybody says. I love Aerosmith. The pieces, they're great. When we did that poll on the greatest... Uh, in fact, the greatest American entertainer of the 20th century, Steve Tyler. All right. Now, let me ask you this, seriously, because I, I know this isn't popular, but let me just ask you, put you on the spot. Who do you think was the greater entertainer, Elvis Presley or Steve Tyler? No contest, Steve Tyler. Okay, I'm putting Steve Tyler on there. Even if he wasn't in any cheeseball movies. You know, now, he sang the, they sang the theme for several movies. Right. couple. Right? Right. Aerosmith, baby, we get Steve Tyler on there right away, Eric, or else. I see Lucy's moving up there like, and look who else is moving up there, Groucho. Right. I knew he was. See, see, this is a, it's a uh, chronologically challenged poll that we're doing today. Mm -hmm. Because if you're, you got to be over the age of uh, 90 to know who most of these people were. I mean, to really have an intimate knowledge of what they, you know, it's one thing to say, oh, yeah, I heard about uh, Lucy or I heard about, but that doesn't mean anything. But when you grow up watching like Johnny Carson on The Night Show, which I have no use for him at all, but, but I mean, most people do, uh, or whoever, then, then you, like, you know, I'll tell you another good one that we won't put on there because he won't get any votes. It was Jack Parr. Okay. Pioneer. He, he was, he was, he really, see, I'm trying to think of the chronology. Maury Amsterdam was first, then Steve Allen, then Jack Parr on The Night Show. Mm hmm. But he kind of like perfected the, the whole uh, deal with the with the guests and the uh, the sofa and, and the whole thing. The, the way genre. The, the genre, exactly. Jack Parr. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. We got a horse race here. Elvis forty seven, Bob Hope forty five. The greatest American entertainer of the twentieth century. That's American. No more uh, suggestions for Benny Hill, please, or Benny Hanna. Johnny Carson thirty six. He's still in the running. Groucho is moving up there at 27. Not bad for an old guy. Frank Sinatra, 26. Steve Martin, 19. Your favorite dead celebrity. There's another good poll for us. See, we'll never remember these, but don't you think that's a good one? Sure. What? <laughs> Steve Martin, 19. Gleason, 17. Lucy, 11. Lucy, Lucy. There, there is nothing else that I can remember him ever saying. Other than Babalu, I remember that, but he was singing that. Oh, come on, he's got so many cliches. Such as? You got some splaining to do. Oh, yeah, you got some splaining to do. And then there was that one. I'm not gonna I'll tell you one thing, show. he was no Cecil Cruz. No matter how much you beg me, I'm not going to put you in the show. And the show. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. See, there's another one that was all, that was all a big put on. Right. 
It was all an act. He was. I mean, I'm not saying he was like very articulate. I have no idea what he really sounded like uh, speaking English. But he was a great businessman. He was the brains behind that whole deal. Right. Invented the whole uh, layout of the set so that it could be uh, behind a Desi Lu. Desi Lu, which I'm sure was kin to Babalu. I'm serious, man. Celia Cruz. She's got me one over. I tell you that. I'm I'm obsessed. I sing that in the shower. I hear that in my head. I'm sound asleep. I hear. I wake up in the morning. I'm hearing. Have you even played it out yet? Play, you mean to myself? That song, yeah. Esa negrita que va caminando, esa negrita tiene su tumbao. Y cuando la gente la va mirando, ella baila de lado, la bien apretado, apretado. Oh, boy. It goes, just loses it. She just cranking. It gets shriller and shriller. It reminds me a lot of Ed Wood, you know, in other words, like the first part. Esa negrita que va caminando. That's it. That's all you need. So I think I'm doing the right thing with that. That's all you need. Any more is overkill. Pardon that expression. 26 past noon, we're having a wonderful time here in the middle of the dog days. It's one of those things we realize there's nobody out there, and, you know, we're doing the best we can under very difficult circumstances, which is why we're making up all these uh, cornball polls. Who was the worst uh, short, fat uh, fanny, you know? That was a good record, Short, Fat Fanny by Larry Williams on Atco. Was it Atco? Was that about I think the beast? So. I beg your pardon? Short, Fat Fanny? No, not Short, Big Fanny. Can you imagine the size of his ass? Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to uh, think about it. Right in the middle of lunch. Don't go there, girlfriend. No. Although the uh, what's his name? Clarence wants to go there. He wants to return to the scene of the slime. Twenty-seven afternoon at five sixty QM. Joe Rose for the Mad Dog at two. We got Joe Zagaki at Shula's at four, which is uh, you know. Can you imagine going and watching Joe eat? No. Old penis face. Hey, you know, when the time comes to have your carpets cleaned, the name you ought to be thinking about, of course, is Dry Concepts. I wouldn't dream of calling anybody else for over, in fact, just a few weeks ago, they cleaned my carpets in the house, and the report I'm getting back is that they look just like brand new, and they always do. They do a stupendous job, which is why Dry Concepts is still around after all of these years. They're the number one carpet cleaning in the world because they're the only ones who actually dry clean your carpets, which suck out the deep down dirt and the fibers and make them look just like brand new. They dry in a couple of hours. They smell lemony fresh, and it's a machaya on your floor. And right now, Dry Concepts offer you an opportunity to save 15% on your next carpet cleaning. Just call Dry Concepts toll-free, 1-800-248-5071, and ask to be put on their standby list. Then Dry Concepts will call you next time they've got an opening in their schedule. Just like Sharan said, she'll call next time she has a big opening. It's just like when you fly standby. If you're available when they have an opening, they'll knock 15% off the price. So call Dry Concepts today and ask to be put on their standby list. They might even have an opening for you the day that you call, and you'll get 15% still off the price of the job. So call them toll-free today for an unbeatable job. And don't forget, they give you a written guaranteed price before they start doing the work, so you don't have to worry about rip-offs or scams or any of that crap. Call Dry Concepts at one 800 248-5071. Be sure and tell them that old Neil told you to call. 248-5071. Or check them out on the web at drawconcepts.com. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Plan in more attack. 
32 at 560 WQM. I'm just printing out this uh, latest from CNN. And it says, A large truck bomb ripped through U.N. headquarters uh, in Iraq today, killing at least 13 people, wounding dozens. Sergio Vieira de Mello, the U.N. special representative to Iraq, was among those wounded in the blast, which caused one side of the Canal Hotel to collapse, trapping him and others in the rubble. The bombing continues. A recent pattern of attacks on non-military targets in Iraq. Over the weekend, oil, water, and electricity lines were attacked by what coalition spokesmen called saboteurs. And earlier this month, a car bomb exploded outside the Jordanian embassy in Baghdad, leaving ten people dead there. Here's a fact that says, for today's poll, best entertainer, Victor Borga. No matter whether uh, where you were from or what language you spoke, uh, he uh, dad you. He dad you? What does that mean? He dad you? He did you? He I done don't... you? I don't know what that means. I don't think so. He was good. He was frustrating, too, because he was a great pianist. Really? And he always he would threaten to play the piano, and he, he wouldn't play. He never would. Right. He'd play a couple of notes, then he'd like st- stop and start uh, screwing around again. It says, P.S. Mike Winery's replacement, Greg Budell and Don Agony. It's a good time for the great taste. Neil, this is Noodles, reminding you that it's always a good time for the great taste. Wow. Well, wasn't that nice of Noodles mm. to take all that time out from his... Because uh, it must have taken a lot of time to film that movie. It was seven and a half hours long. <laughs> noodles. Hey, Noodles. Another great movie, highly underrated. Let's get back to those movie polls. What do you say? No. Come on. Look at that. Bob Hope and Elvis. We can't separate them. It's a dead heat right now. Like I said, nose to nose. The greatest American entertainer of the 20th century, Bob Hope, 49. See, if he wouldn't have just croaked, he wouldn't have ten votes. Right. It's the sympathy vote. Mm-hmm. Bob Hope, 49. Elvis, 49. Johnny Carson, 37, but he's still alive. Groucho Marx, 29. Frank Sinatra, 29. So of the top five, four of them are dead. Steve Martin, 19, still alive last time we checked. Jackie Gleason, 19, still dead. Lucy, 12, still dead. And then it's a single digits after that. Milton Burl's only got four. That, that to me, is uh, amazing. He sure was a snappy dresser, though. Right, and a big old uh, hat. I'm talking about the drag queen stuff. Oh. 5670560, oh, pound 560. And, and, of course, don't forget, had, uh, according to legend, the largest penis in Hollywood. Even bigger than uh, Warren Beatty. Even bigger than James Wood. James's Wood. He's got Wood. Here's the Pembroke Pines. Hello. 
Neil? Yes, sir. I'd like to throw one at you. Throw one right at us. Okay. He sang, he danced, he was a comedian, movies and TV. Eddie Cantor. Danny Kay. Danny Kay was uh, pretty uh, uh, prominent, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we'll put him on there. Did a lot of things. Uh, yeah, that's what I hear. <laughs> Gay. Thanks a lot, pal. And Bush would get lost in a revolving door. Well, we can only hope. <laughs> Thanks. That's a good line. Danny Kay's not bad. Now, let's see. Who was it? Uh, Sir Lawrence Olivier and Danny Kay. Eh? Now, don't, don't start with all the uh, innuendos, okay? Why? But what do I know about that? You don't know anything about either one of them because you're going to say they're gay. That's the rumor. That's I wouldn't. It. What was the name of that? Uh, there were a couple of those books. Hollywood uh, Babylon. Is that Hollywood it? Babylon is one, right? Right. And Hollywood Confidential, if I'm not mistaken. But there were an awful lot of, let, let's call them bisexual uh, sure, actors and actresses not? in Hollywood. No, well, what's wrong with that? Nothing. No, seriously, like uh, who else was alleged? We can only talk about dead people, of course. Uh, Errol Flynn. Sure. Cary Grant. Okay. Kay Ballard? <laughs> no. <laughs> Kay Stevens? Kay Pasa USA? Oh, she just, she just, I'm telling you. She makes life worth living, that's Celia Cruz. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. We got a real horse race going here. Clint Eastwood. Is Clint on there? Did we actually get these other ones on there? He probably won't get any votes. He's not on there yet. I don't see, you know, Steve Tyler's on there. He also doesn't have any votes, along with Betty Davis and George Burns. Steve Tyler better get a vote or two. I'll tell you that right now. I mean, he, he could put Elvis under the table. Vote for him when you get home. Here's a call from Miami Beach. Hello. From where? It says Miami Beach. No, I'm from North Miami. Here's North Miami, like I said. Okay, Neil, I have... Uh, Close enough. I have uh, three fast things. Um, in the movie Godfather... What was the Godfather's birthday? What was his birthday? His birthday. I have no idea. Um, Tom said it after uh, Michael joined the Marines, December 7th. I'll be damned. Now, number two. Um, well, let me tell you something, my crunk, Mick friend. <laughs> yes. Charles Bronson is near death. Uh, they said he only has a few days to live. He's 81 years old. Charles Bronson is going to be the next one to go? It was on CNN. I, I seen the streamer go by. I'll be damned. And guess who else is uh, already... Look who brushes, sleeps with the fishes. Right. Yeah, that's what and I'm number hearing. three, uh, uh, like at one time, Al Jolson was the uh, world's greatest entertainer. Right. So maybe you could just add him there for no, a he's, uh, he's, he's, on, he's on the list. Oh, he is on the list? Let me see if he's got any votes. I don't think he's got any votes. Let's see. He's got two. But it's only old farts like us who well, remember Al Jolson. Well, you could with your mom. At uh, one time, like in the uh, in the forties, he was the greatest thing since sliced bread. Oh, I don't have to check with her. I know that he was uh, yeah. gigantic. Right. right. Okay. Thanks a lot, pal. All right, pal. See ya. Al Jolson. Again, it's it's a this is a byproduct of the age of the uh, people who are voting. If we were like in geriatric heaven. Oh, speaking of uh, comedians. They are the enemies of every nation. That seeks to help the Iraqi people. Right. 297 votes on a poll as we continue building and building and building and building. Who was the best? Who was the greatest American entertainer with a mustache? I'll tell you who it might have been. Didn't she have like a mustache? Yeah, but she still wasn't American. She was one of those mustache peats. So anyway, I was about to give you the total from yesterday. You know, it's, uh, guess what I just wrote down here. 
total three. The psychic connection again. Best of Neil, because I haven't mentioned it yet today. Right. And? 36-20. That's pretty lame. Yeah. Pretty weak. If somebody says Gene Kelly, what do you say? No. No. We're going to put Gene Kelly. Then you got to put Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers and Neil Rogers. Yeah, I mean, come on. What about Bing? Bing Crosby? Uh, I think he deserves to be on there. I, uh, recording artist, did all those movies. I mean, if Bob Hope, and they made all those corny movies together, but if Bob Hope deserves to be on there, why not Bing Crosby? He certainly uh, did one thing, that not that he did it well. He sang. Right. He was in a lot of movies like True oh, Love with Grace Kelly. Remember that? Sure. Da, 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 da. Was that the name of the movie, or was it High Hopes? No, High Hopes know. was... Huh? I don't know. Why not? Old, old movie. Grace Kelly? Yeah. You should know Grace Kelly inside sure. and out. I would like to have. I'll bet you would. Hey, oh, Grace, don't get behind a wheel, whatever you do. And then, ah! I saw the uh, bio of her on the biography channel a few weeks ago, yeah. and they said that she had like a... Um, Glass eye. No, no, not a, no, not a diabetic, like some kind of a blackout. When she was driving, that was oh. the reason for the wreck. She had like a momentary blackout. Maybe from NyQuil. That could have been it. Maybe she had like a, a brain, what was it? Anomaly. She had, the, maybe she filled her crankcase with uh, Amelie, and instead of putting it in the crankcase, she might have like spilled some on a windshield. You think that could be it? See, the audience has no idea what we're talking about, and that's Good. probably just as well. Why, well, let's let sleeping dogs lie. Because when I heard you yesterday say that Carlos was training uh, Scott Jr. there, I just, I just about uh, jumped off my balcony. I just about started praying for another blackout. Let me tell you, folks, if you've never lived through a, uh, a power blackout, don't. That's my best advice to you. You don't want to do it. 13 hours from 4.15 on Thursday till 5.19 on Friday morning. And all these Hurricane Andrew people are listening to you right now going, yeah, yeah, blackout, please. Oh, and I understand. I, I have full sympathy for anybody that's ever uh, had to survive through that. How about blackout and your roof is gone? Right. And it's pouring down rain, and you're like, uh, you know, and treading the, water. And the looters are coming at you. Well, I'm not saying this is the worst thing, but it, it ain't fun. And when you realize how vulnerable we are and how uh, simple it was for them if they really did pull this off, or if it was just because of total incompetence, which is just as possible, I mean, what the hell does that tell you? But let's continue spending. Uh, Homeland Security, here's $28 billion, you know. But for any other kind of crap, for Star Wars, for uh, tax cuts for the rich, trillion dollars. No, we have endless amounts of money for crap. But when it comes to really taking care of the American public, screw it, okay? And the public sits back going, like that, you know? I love eating nuts. Exactly. Well, now that you mention it. 1242 at 560 WQM announcing a 2003 Neil Deal blowout sale. And it's going on right now as you hear the sound of my voice at Hallett Pontiac GMC. Get the lowest prices in the universe from Tom Lehman and Joe Prieto, our good close personal paisans. Neil Deal number one. Get 0% financing for 60 months on every single 2003 Pontiac or GMC in stock. Neil Deal number two. Get up to a $4,000 rebate on every 2003 GMC and Pontiac in stock. All your current and former military personnel that continue to make this offer to you, you can get an additional $750 rebate from your friends at Hallett right now. And if you buy a 2003 Pontiac Sunfire, you can get it for only 11998 or get you a full-size Sierra for only 15998 Hurry in right now, though, because inventories are limited. At Hallett, you can still test drive any vehicle on lot for 24 hours. Take it home. Take it to work. Take it to the station tomorrow so you can make sure not to miss that big meeting about sexual harassment. And, of course, Hallett has always has got a great selection of certified pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're worried about having a little bit of a marginal credit problem, maybe have a few bad marks on your credit record, it's no problem at Hallett because they want to make you a deal. 
Hallett Pontiac GMC. They're in the same great spot. They've been doing spectacular, unbeatable deals for over 35 years. They're one of the real pioneers of South Florida. They're at 13401 South Dixie Highway. That's U.S. 1 across from the Falls Open every day, seven days a week. If you want more info on these deal deals, call the hotline toll-free, 1-888-534-4211. That's 1-888-534-4211. Don't forget. All Neil Deal subject to credit approval. See our friends at Hallett for details. That's Hallett Pontiac GMC, who be professional grade. Live and local. This is 560. The radio's all yours now. QAM. Neil Rogers. Oh, I hate yard work. First I have to hoe the garden, then I have to mow the lawn. I wish there was an easy way to do both. Well, now there is. Introducing the Homo, the all-new gardening machine that both hoes and mows. Here's what people are saying about the Homo. I used to spend hours outside in the hot sun with sweat glistening on my muscular chest and legs. Then I realized I need a Homo. My husband has never spent any time inside with me. That's when I knew he was Homo. The homo can pound a trench through the mud, then trim your lawn and suck the clippings like you wouldn't believe. I told my husband our neighbor was getting busy with a big old tool. (laughs) So I looked out the window and said, that's got to be a homo. We never thought we'd see a homo around here. The homo works great all over your property, in the front yard or in the rear. And it looks great. Why, that's one good-looking homo. There's never been a better time to join the happy homo crowd. And with special factory incentives, your homo dealer will bend over forwards to satisfy you. Wow! I'm just curious enough to buy. The homo. No family is complete without one. 1247 or 2. 1247 at 560WQM. Now, don't forget to go to neilrogers.com and get your uh, best Neil CDs, 2002-2003, and your Mo Howard Davided. Absolutely. Keychains. There you go. With some of the best of Mo, which ain't easy to find. Five six seven oh five six. Now let me just ask you one other thing too, because we're almost at one o'clock. Yeah, yeah. got that big one at two hour. How is that uh, working out? I uh, haven't gotten them yet. Haven't gotten what? The keychains. If that's. What I'm not asking. talking about that. I'm talking about the big one to two hour. About the uh, fact that we're copping out and we're like, you know, taking an easy way oh, out. I'm and we admit it. it. Yeah, we're proud about. No, but I mean, it. is the audience have we had any complaints about that? Are people saying it's too much nope. of that? We. We nope. don't mind the Wednesdays, but doing it every day during the summertime. And, of course, this is the last week for that. Right. Oh, oh. You're yes. like ripping a chunk out of my chest, my heart. Well, what do you care? You're not going to be doing the show next week, so what the hell do you care? Because it's it's nice. It's pleasant. No, only only Wednesday, starting next week. When we, I mean, we, you know, this monkey business is fine, faking your way through yeah. the summer. But starting next week, we have to get back to doing like a real show. I mean, I, I have no shame. I mean, I work on this station, so obviously I have no shame. But, I mean, the fact of the matter is that it's just an easier way. You don't have to, like, beg for calls and you don't have to go. We realize we're dealing with, like, a, a, a small deck deck, <laughs> and whatever else goes with it. And that's just the way it is. So it's, it's worked out fine. But I was just wondering if anybody's bitching and moaning. Nope. Well, that's good. Anyway, after his death, the media proclaimed Bob Hope the greatest American entertainer of the 20th century. Who do you think it was, old-timers and young-timers? Bob Hope, 53. And you notice nobody's called and said, well, what about Jerry Seinfeld? Or what about, uh, you know, anybody else who was on, like, in the last few years? What about Roseanne Barr, who just had is one show canceled and the other one's on the verge, the ABC show? Oh, yeah. Good news. Elvis Presley, 52. The uh, king just can't catch Bob Hope, who continues leading by a nose. Johnny Carson, 37. Frank Sinatra, 33. Groucho Marx, 32. 
Jackie Gleason, 23. Um, uh, Steve Martin, 20. Didn't I tell you he'd do very well? Yes, you did. Lucy, Lucy, Lucy LeBall, 14. Late edition, but she's climbing up the chart. And then after that, it's single digits. Does Steve Tyler, he's got a pair. Steve Tyler's got a pair. And big lips to go with him. <laughs> oh, that was the sound of, uh, what's his name, the beast. <laughs> Passing gas. <laughs> it's deeper than that. Here's a call from Miami. Hello. Bob, he didn't bother you. What was it? What did he say? I don't know. We can't even understand. He, he's got the socks so tight over his phone now, or over whatever he's uh, call, talking into, that you can't even understand it. The mumbler. Here's Coral Springs. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, George is talking about somebody with a glass eye. Have we not talked about Sammy Davis Jr.? Yes, we have. He's on the list. He's oh, got uh, he's got he six votes. Way at the bottom. <laughs> no, he's got six votes. He was a late addition, but he's doing well. He's uh, climbing up the uh, chart. Climbing, climbing up. He's, he's always moving. climbing. Yep. Hey, Neil, on the new uh, CD that you got coming out, do you have that all you eat uh, Negro thing on there? No, that's on that's on uh, one of the. That, uh, first of all, did we put it's it out ours, of ours? Because it's not ours, and we didn't. No, it's a Phil Henry thing. So I know it's not ours. So we never put it out. I, I still got to say it's probably one of the funniest well, things I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, he's he's got it on his stuff, so maybe you could go to his website. I think for about a hundred bucks you can actually log on to his website. Oh right. <laughs> and then for another hundred another hundred you can get the C D. Okay, thank you. And then for five hundred Are you sure? He might mention your name on here. Five six seven oh five sixty, pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless Line. That was a good idea the guy had before, though, about making a list of the bits that are on there and putting right. it on a wax. You know, making a list and checking it twice. Within two minutes of that call I faxed it to Eric. Right. The list. Oh, I thought you were going to say within two minutes of that he had it on. Hey, listen, he's been great. He, I mean, for all the crap that we give him, and he deserves all of it, but he has really filled the breach since we've been, uh, and of course, uh, and for me it's easy because now I just email him the stories either late at night or early in the morning, and then like when we had the uh, the thing at the U.N. Uh, uh, building in, uh, uh, what you call it, in Baghdad today. Yeah, right. I, I just, uh, you know, I just email it to him, and bada-bing, it's right on there. And he actually is there, and he uh, I don't have to like keep emailing it or faxing over and over again. And he doesn't have any stories about how he, uh, you know, the dog just crapped on the floor and had wild diarrhea, and he was out uh, getting his brain readjusted, and he took too much NyQuil and stuff like that. You sure know how to find him, George. Oh, yeah. Here's a call from Oakland Park. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Long-time listener. First time Excellent. Caller, buddy. All right. How are you? How about Amos and Andy? That was a, that was a person? Oh, one person only? Yeah. Amos. Oh, boy. Okay. How about famous Amos? I like his cookies. Yeah. Okay, thanks, pal. Have a great day. Famous Amos. Huh? Well, so the guy's it's his first call, and he's a new... Don't be knocking the guy. You're always knocking everybody. That's why they hate you like poison, man. Be nice like me, you know? (laughs) Be a nice prick like me. You know, just rip him an ass after you hang up on him. Now we can... Okay, so I'll be an asshole. Exactly. Why the hell not? When you make this kind of money for being an asshole, what's wrong with that? Five six seven oh five sixty. We got only a few minutes, and it's our gigantic comedy bit one to two hour. Which, like I said, this week this is the end of all this summer. Uh, st- now let me tell you, well, we don't have next week's schedule yet, right? Um, well, that's because Clarence is busy holding right. his meat with uh, Scoran and trying to chase down the beast. Boy, if the beast really loses a lot of weight and gets felt, he'll never catch his ass again. If he gets felt, he, he'd like to get felt by anything. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. 
Yeah, Neil. Hey, I, two things. Well, I don't know if you got Neil Diamond on there, but I'd throw him on there. If you have I'd put him on there, even though I can't stand him. He makes me sick, but he certainly deserves to be on this list because he's uh, longevity. He's uh, been in Vegas for about a hundred years, and he's exactly. all over the place. You're right. Yeah, but I, I got a I got a comment for you though on that on that reporter that was killed over uh, Iraq or wherever it was. Yes. You know, all these guys are over there. They all want to be Geraldo Rivera's to make a name for himself. They shouldn't even be there. You know, we should have no news coming out of Iraq. Mm -hmm. well, no, we should have news coming out of there. But we just got too many of them over here. They're going for the sensationalism of all of hey, it. First of all, he's a photographer. Okay. How many photographers he had a, he had a, we need he over He had a camera. There? I don't know if too many people get killed with a camera. Well, if he's got one of those scopes on it, you know. Yeah. Okay, thanks for your thanks for your and uh, give give El Presidente a nice kiss for us. Okay, kiss him on the balls. Kiss the vice president on the balls. But I'm not I'm not going to argue with him because he's one of these people who will rationalize anything uh, to, a, to to make a certain political point. So what's the point? You know, he's entitled to be a, a Butch man. Some people like Heineken, some people like Butch, and some people aren't too Butch. Like oh no, like I said, some people are are too Butch. Don't start playing that crap again till tomorrow. Oh, and you know what? I never, I'm never. i so glad you played that. You want to know why? Because it reminded me I didn't play this yet today. Tell you something? Some more folk butter laying into the bones. Take me. I'm sorry. I don't understand. Cuddy say can't hang. Oh, Stewardess, I speak jive. Oh, good. He said that he's in great pain and he wants to know if you can help him. All right. Would you tell him to just relax, and I'll be back as soon as I can with some medicine. Just hang loose blood. She's going to catch up on the rebound on the med side. What it is, big mama? My mama didn't raise no dummies. I duck a rap. Cut me some slack, what was that on that you taped it off? What channel? Well, you asked me that before the show, and I said it was on one of my 8 million channels I get that you don't get, and I'm saying it again. I don't know. What difference does it make? I mean, it's not that's not... That's sounded, not a movie that they don't replay off an airplane. No, but it sounded censored. I think to remember uh, more words in that than I heard this time. Really? Yeah. Something I you don't can't say on the air. Oh, I, well, good. So now, well, now I have to go check the original tape to make I'll sure. be damned. Yeah. How about Barbara Billingsley? How about Tony Dow? How about Jerry right. Mathers? Huh? He doesn't matter. Everybody around the country is always talking about the beaver. I am. Barbara Billingsley. Boy, she, all, uh, she was great. In mm -hmm. fact, every everybody that was in that movie, it's another one, just like Magnolia. Right. Every person in that movie from uh, what's-his-name, which I always call him James Arness, Peter Graves. Right, Kareem. And Kareem was hysterical. Uh, do, do you remember the part where they, they pulled Kareem out of the seat and he had his basketball shorts on? <laughs> oh, it was, there were so many little things they had to look for in there. It was uh, phenomenal. And then, of course, uh, what's his name? Our, my good Canadian friend, Leslie Nielsen. And he's, he's, uh, how about Leslie Nielsen? Right. He's North American. No, he's not American. He's Canadian, eh? No, that's right. You see, we had to leave all these Canadian people off there. Important people like, you know, Anne Marie, Monty Hall, Alex Trebek, Michael Moore. He's not Canadian. No. Who am I leaving out? I mean, I mean uh, Michael, uh, what's his name? Mike Myers. Right. John Candy. Right. Eugene Levy. Okay, that'll be your poll tomorrow. Dead Canadians, who is the greatest 
1257 at 560 WQM. Do you have kids going back to college the next couple of weeks? Well, if you do, why not give them one of the comforts of home, a new bed from Dollar Mattress, by calling that easy toll-free number, 1-800-MATTRESS. You can order a new mattress from Dollar Mattress for your college student and send them up right in their off-campus apartment so they can get a good night's sleep every night and screw their brains out on a really comfortable mattress. When you call 1-800-MATTRESS, you can choose from dozens of models from Sealy, Serta, Tempur-Pedic, Simmons, or King Coil at low student prices. And it doesn't matter where that college student of yours is headed. If they're staying in South Florida or headed to Philly, Boston, New York, or Washington, or maybe to East Lansing, Michigan, or Ann Arbor, the betting experts at Dollar Mattress can make them feel like they're right at home. Get that bed now by calling 1-800-MATTRESS. You get service like you dream about from the delivery team ranked number one in customer satisfaction in the whole wide world. They carry only first-quality name-brand mattresses at discount prices. They have no house brands, no irregulars, no seconds. They don't sell any crap. When you call Dial a Mattress at 1-800-MATTRESS, don't forget, you get to pick the day and time of delivery when it's convenient for you or your kids within a two-hour window any day, seven days a week from 8 to 10 p.m. And from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m., they'll be sleeping well on the very first night. With low prices, same-day delivery, free setup and removal, it's easy to see why Dollar Mattress continues to be ranked number one in customer satisfaction. And also, don't forget that everybody gets a student discount at Dollar Mattress. So pick up your instrument right now and call 1-800-MATTRESS. That's 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, or check them out online at mattress.com. Dollar Mattress, the easiest possible way for a great night's sleep. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. Hi, all my favorite Republicans. This is Matt Drudge. And it's time for the... Excuse me, I'm floating. It's time once again for the Neil Rogers... One to two. Power. <laughs> Goodbye, coal and power. You're throwing in the towel. And you fulfilled your subservience with your tongue up the tush that was stuck between a dick and a bush. Gave your son's career a push. He's leaving right behind you. The bushes and the sorry buddies are no better than a puddle on the floor in the back of an adult bookstore. Squirt, squirt. And you finally realized with all the bullshit and lies, you're no Condoleezza Rice and Tom DeLay. They should have him institutionalized. The greatest president the media says of all mankind. That is to say, at least until these creeps are all impeached, you got out just in time. Ladies and gentlemen, the Brothers Hussein. One, two, three, four, five. Well, once and for all, we know they're not alive. Cause we found their hiding spot in Baghdad. And now that they're dead, I don't feel even a bit sad. They did things that were so damn sick. Both Saddam's sons were roasted on a stick. They were rapists, murderers, hoodlums, and crooks. And now they're just a memory in Iraqi history books. In the end, they went out like jerks. I wonder if they finally lost those evil cocky smirks. Watching TV while all hell broke loose. And a bomb hit their caboose. Big old ugly Uzi finally died. With little brother Kusik by his side. I wonder if the daddy even tried. To save his sons or was he terrified? We finally closed the book on that too some. They were full of hate and so gruesome. Now they're on the hellbound seven train. Say goodbye to the brothers who sang. 
I know you're gonna think I'm crazy, but I, I'm telling you, I hear something outside. Hey, that's just a TV. Don't be so paranoid. No, 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 no. I don't think it's a TV. It's a TV. Something's wrong out there. Where's the dog? Well, send a guy then. Send Falafel. Okay, Falafel. Go check it. Check outside. What the hell is that? What is all those people? Oh no. Oh, oh, oh no. Coming up tonight on Inside the Behind the True Hollywood Celebrity Music Biography Profile Story. They were one of the most creative bands of the 80s. But all that goes out the window when you get a song in a John Hughes movie. They were orchestral maneuvers in the dark. Oh, wow. Did you like it to meet Molly Ringwald? I think so, once maybe. Oh, my God. She was so totally my idol. There's just like not one girl that I knew who did not want to be Molly Ringwald. The marketing people at Inside the Behind decided to let an ordinary woman who came of age in the 80s conduct an interview with Andy McCluskey of OMD. Well, you see, we were really influenced by some of the experimental keyboard bands like Kraftwerk or... Did you not want to sleep with Andrew McCarthy? Well, I mean, if you were a girl. I mean, maybe if you were gay. Were you gay? Look, could we talk about the importance of OMD to that whole period, could we? You were, like, so lucky to get a song in Pretty in Pink. I bet you thought, like, wow, I get to meet John Cryer. You know, he's overlooked, you know, but he was, like, hot, too. John Cryer was just, like, as much as the 80s as, like, Andrew McCarthy was. It's true. What about the music? Oh, I know. Every time I hear the beginning of that song, I am, like, so back there thinking about the movie. Who did that song, anyway? Why, you little... Ow! Oh, I mean, that's what get you get out me, of you here. Get off me, you freak! I, I'm so... Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark. It's the oldest equation in the music business. Get a song in a movie, kiss your career goodbye. It's a big, juicy, sopping wet look at show business. Tonight, on Inside the Behind. New on Bravo, five straight men work to transform a stylish and cultured gay man from fab to drab. It's straight eye for the queer guy. Hi, I'm Neil, and you must be the straight guy. Yeah, the first thing we got to do is brighten up this dope. Ooh, pastels? Nah, neon beer signs. Ew. Well, I guess you fellas are the experts. Our straight eye for the queer guy team does more than redecorate. They give this gay man a fashion makeover from the bottom up. Let's start by getting you out of those clothes. Oh. Easy. And into these sweatpants and this T-shirt. Hmm. Who's Dale Earnhardt? Is he the designer? Then our straight eye for the queer guy experts turn their attention to cuisine. Uh, yeah, we like to call it food. Sorry. Say goodbye to the Chardonnay and fondue. Here, drink this beer and eat this footlong hot dog. <laughs> on second thought, somebody get him a cheeseburger. Straight eye for the queer guy. Only on Bravo. Because there ought to be at least one straight show on this frou-frou network. I'll never get these jeans out of my husband's shorts. You will now. 
Introducing new no laundry detergent with ScumGuard. Let's face it, human bodily fluids are the toughest stains to remove from valuable undergarments, whether it's snot, vaginal secretions, blood, even see. New no attacks these tough stains with patented ScumGuard for a deep down clean. Try new no today, and if you're not completely satisfied, we'll double your money back. No No With ScumGuard. Sixty-two votes. The greatest American entertainer of the twentieth century, Elvis. Sixty-three. 
Bob Hope, 58. Bob's starting to sag a little bit. Johnny Carson, 41. Frank Sinatra, 37. Groucho, 36. Groucho's right on Sinatra's ass. Jackie Gleason, 27. Steve Martin, 20. Told you. And Lucy. Lucy's moving up. She's in double digits. She's got 19. Good for her. Good for old Lucy. Love Lucy. Don't we love Lucy? Yes. 12 minutes after 1 at 560 WQM. And let me tell you something else. We love Brandy shoes because they've been around a long time. They think could carry you and your feet. Oh, speaking of feet, man, my feet have been killing me. Yeah. And I finally found some stuff that I smear on my feet. And, man, they seem to help like a miracle. And I'm sitting here. I'm the original Shlamazel is what they say in Arabic. And I moved my foot back and I hit, you know, the, the coasters on the bottom of the chair. Oh, no. Right square in the heel, right on my um, heel spur spot. Anyway, exactly. Brandy's has been doing it right for over 25 years in town, and they're still going strong, and they'd like to help you uh, put some good stuff on your feet. they got all the top brands in the business. they got Rockports, Echo, Mephisto, Timberland, Clarks, SAS, Floorsheim. they got men's size 6 to 15, women's 5 to 12, and widths from the very, very narrow to the very big fat and wide, as in platypus-type foot. And with over 40,000 pair in stock in their 8,000-square-foot gigantic megastore, you can be pretty damn sure you can bet George's life on it that exactly the style you're looking for is in stock right now, this second, in the size you're looking for. And, of course, their professional sales staff makes sure you get a perfect fit every time. At Brandy's Shoes, you'll find them at 1290 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach. Brandy's is open every day, 9 to 9, Sundays 10 to 5. And all this week, is this tag right, by the way, Troy Stratford? <laughs> All this week at Brandy's, famous brand boat shoes on sale. All men's and women's styles, 20% off, maybe. Stop in or visit them on the web if you like it. Brandy's Shoes. That's www.brandyshoes.com. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. Come any better than Neil Rogers. Darn it, I told you, don't bother me while I'm in here. Arthur. <laughs> Hello? It's Mickey Mouse. Oh, Mr. Mouse, good morning. How are you? What the hell are you doing to me? Uh, uh, nothing, sir. You're freaking killing me. No, no, I'm not. I got David Kelly calling me every three minutes. Why did we move the practice? Sir, you, you told me to move the practice. I didn't tell you anything. You must have misunderstood me. N no, sir, you said move the practice to Monday. Hey, hey, listen, Buck Wipe. I'm the boss. I make the decisions. You take the heat. Right. You move to practice. Okay. I... How are we doing with it anyway? I, oh, man. Hold on. Remus. <laughs> yeah, boss. Shut the hell up. <laughs> I'm on the phone, Remus. Hi, uh, sir. Yes, sir. What was your question? I'm telling you, I'm going crazy over here. Between David Kelly and now Michael Jackson calling me every three minutes, I'm going to go out of my freaking mind. Hold on. Reavers! Yeah, here you go. Stop it, Reavers! I'm going to go, boss. Stop going to go, Reavers! Reavers! <laughs> What's this in my hand, Reavers? That's your penis, boss. My other hand, Reavers! Oh, that's a phone, boss. Right. I can't hear anything, Remus. Stop sawing the floor. Sorry. Hi, sir. Sir, sir, the moves are working out very well. The practice is fourth in its time slot well, and moving fourth up. Fourth in its time slot? Christ, are we even beating the WB? Barely. Oh, my God. The Michael Jackson thing was a rating success. Of course. Hold on a second. Remus. Yes, the boss. <laughs> What the hell are you doing with a harmonica, Remus? Well, don't play it, Remus. I'll jam that thing down your throat. And get that bluebird away from me. Oh, come on, bluebird. <laughs> I'm a lawyer.
Magic. Eisner. Sir, over 25 million people saw Shut the... up, Eisner. Listen. Uh, yeah. You see me, what I'm doing here? Uh, uh, sir, you're on the phone. I know I'm on the phone. Do you see what I'm doing? Uh, Use your imagination for crying out loud. Uh, uh, I'm moving my hands up and down, side to side. I'm the puppet master. I say it, you do it. Now Fox is going to air all the stuff that you cut out of the Michael Jackson interview. Uh, but, but, sir, you told me to edit out all that stuff to make him look uh, like a uh, uh, Puppet master, me. Idiot. Oh. Life story is so meaningful it can only be captured in poetic song. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. It's Jerry Springer, the opera, where high art meets the lowest common denominator. Hello, I'm Jerry Springer. Today's show is called My Mom Dresses Like a Truck Stop Hooker. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Jerry Springer, the opera, drama, pageantry, wonder, and Wearing. There's something I must tell you. I'm cheating on you with your stepmother. You motherfucker! I'll rip your fucking heart out. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Jerry Springer, the opera, the stage spectacle that ain't over till a fat lady gets hit over the head with a folding chair. You think you all that, but you ain't. Jerry, Jerry. Sleaziest talk show host is in the house, the Opera House. Jerry Springer, the Opera. 
Santana. You've heard him play his Grammy performance with Rob Thomas. And on the latest hit with Michelle Branch. Everybody wants Santana on their song, so we've compiled a CD collection of every artist Santana has ever played with, like Eminem. Two trailer park girls go round the outside, round the outside, round the outside. The Dixie Chicks. Andrea Bocelli. Santana's Lips for Everyone CD, including unreleased tracks from Carlos and John Tesh. But someday your journey will end, and I will be there for you as well. Yes, he's a guitar-playing whore who will play with anybody, except, of course, Kelly Clarkson. A moment like this. No way, man. Santana's Licks for Everyone. Order now and receive a personalized bonus track where Santana plays your very own birthday song. Happy birthday, dear Stanley. Call now. If you log on to eBay, you can bid on my two. Buying a thing that don't belong to you, and so I'm saying, return my motor. anti-theft device that locks to the steering wheel of your car. Then there was the cap, the anti-theft device that prevents thieves from taking your airbags. Now there's the ultimate in state-of-the-art theft protection. Introducing the crap. Two and a half pounds of steaming human excrement that plops neatly into the front seat of all domestic and most foreign vehicles. Properly installed, the crap deters even the most determined thief. Hey, nice car. They left the door unlocked. Let's take this for a little spin. Oh, my God, someone took a dump on the front seat. That is disgusting. I'm moving on to the next car. One whiff of the crap, and thieves will move on to another car that doesn't have a steaming pile of human excrement on the front seat. We guarantee it. Order the crap for your car today, and anyone who tries to steal your car will be in deep. Well, you know. Speaking of crap, um, computer virus whacks Air Canada check-in counters. Oh. A computer virus crippled some Air Canada systems today, creating delays at check-in counters at Canadian airports, the airline said. Attack of the virus dubbed White Hat comes as the country's largest airline was still reeling 
from a worldwide shutdown of operations last Friday following the blackout. Air Canada said the virus struck this morning also crippled its call centers. It's slowing things up, they said. The airline expected to resolve the problem before the end of the afternoon. And the new computer worm that exploits Microsoft's popular Windows operating system forced aerospace giant Lockheed Martin to shut down parts of its nationwide computer network, officials say. The worm follows the so-called blaster or love sandworm that affected hundreds of thousands of computers worldwide last week. Officials say the latest worm targeted computers that hadn't received a patch against last week's worm. Ron Remy, information officer for Lockheed, said the new worm uses the victim's computer to overwhelm the system with messages. Lockheed Martin employees were unable to receive email or get on the network as a result. Well, there you go. A lot of loose worms, baby. And the worm is turning and turning. Screwan said something about a loose worm in her orifice this morning. With a virus. 26 past 1 at 560 WQM. If you're in a really dead-end job, maybe like a sales hole at a radio station, is college too expensive and you don't have four years to wait for a real life to come along? If you can afford 10 bucks a month and commit yourself to three nights a week for four months, fast train can help you achieve a new high-paying computer career. That's absolutely correct. Just 10 bucks a month and three nights a week for only four months for individuals who qualify. So call Fast Train toll-free at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. With four locations all over South Florida, there's bound to be one nearby you. They're in Fort Lauderdale. They're in Miami, Kendall, and Pembroke Pines, too. When you call that number, you'll talk with a trained career counselor who really knows their craft. Fast Train offers day, evening, weekend schedules, job placement, hands-on training. So call today toll-free. There's absolutely no obligation. Call Fast Train at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. Fast Train's deferred payment is valid for a year. Regular payments apply thereafter. Whether you're a high school student on summer break, somebody in under, uh, an underpaid dead-end job, or just looking to increase your net worth, this is what you ought to do. Call Fast Train today and check this out. Call 866-FAST-TRAIN or check them on the web at FastTrain.com. Live, live and local. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. All news, CNN Crossfire. Sitting in for Paul Gallup, Ozzy Osbourne. And sitting in for Simon Bar Sinister Novak on the right, Ed Nugent. Is it true Tom Ridge had to step down because he would never pass a Senate confirmation regarding his close ties to Enron? Uh, what kind of mouthwash does the president use to wash Saudi sand off his tongue? American Idol Edition. I'm Officer Simon Cowell. Right now, we're responding to an assault battery call. We're looking for a suspect named Corey Clark. There he is. Corey Clark, hold it right there. You're under arrest for hitting your sister and for hitting a few sour notes. They were? You have the right to remain silent. Based on your last performance, I only wish you'd exercise that one more often. It was awful. You have the right to consult an attorney or, in your case... A vocal coach. But I can't afford a lawyer. Well, then, an attorney will be appointed for you. 
perhaps Jared Andrews or Trinice could recommend someone. It's Cox, American Idol Edition. Join us next week when Officer Cowell gets a new partner, Officer Randy Jackson. Could you possibly eat oh. more donuts? Oh, oh dog. That's good, dude. Have one, bro. Disgusting. Mm. Absolutely disgusting. Every goddamn day the news is on it. We have a yellow light. That must be they have something to hide. That's how they manipulate headlines. What's creepy? Every kind of subterfuge is useful. Like a yellow light. Designed by the corporate media right. And that's why we have a yellow light. Can't explain the meaning of what these lights do. My comrade sits at his desk with a set of love pens and doodles cartoons. At 560 WQAM, we just can't seem to get the morning show right. So once again, we sought the advice of our crackhead chicken hawk consultant. And we apologize for that, too. And now, 560 WQAM proudly presents the Mogan David Show. Morning, Mo. That... They said good morning. Do you know who I am? Smoking David. Yeah? yeah. That's good, because uh, I forgot who I was. What's your name again, Felcher? No, Felty. But you can call me Felty. What is this here? Locks. Locks? With a baker. Uh, too salty. Stop. Take it back. I want fresh Nova. Get that out of here. And while you're out, get me coffee. I got a punch card full here for Scoogins. I get a free cup. Yeah, but wait a minute. Are we supposed to talk about sports? Oh, yeah. I'll never tell you about the time I had lunch with Joe Peppertone. No! Uh, How about that hurricane uh, shuffleboard team? They don't got that no more. Since when? Since they got rid of the rocket porches on Collins Avenue. Well, it's a good thing I bought the new Mahjong rules. Woohoo! You want to see the card? Yeah. Crack in, Ben. Crack in, Ben. Oh, yeah, no, I got your crack right here. Bam! What was that? That I flipped my wig. Phew. It smells bad in here like toe cheese. Yeah. So what do you say we do a nice remote from the festival flea market? Sounds good to me. Yeah, they got a lot of nice benches there. Okay, let's go. Okay. Okay, let's get out of here. I can use another vacation.
Seductive Sophia. I shut up to think what was under that dress. Well, you won't have to think, because Golden Girls Gone Wild is two full hours of these ravenous retirees showing loads of wrinkly skin. I am the most attractive and available woman in all of Miami. Golden Girls Gone Wild. These hotties with hot flashes are going topless every chance they get. Uh, except when their arthritis flares up. Now, I'll never be able to open my blouse again. It doesn't get any sexier than this. But don't take our word for it. Listen to what the Golden Girls are saying about each other. She looks like Ava Golden. It's Golden Girls Gone Wild. Watch it just one time and you'll agree. Dark day in the history of mankind. Golden Girls Gone Wild. Call now. Demand for electricity in Ontario reaching critical levels. Uh-oh. They're considering uh, rolling up. I beg your pardon? Hello? Hello? Faked you out, didn't I? Oh, God. <laughs> well, I mean, the story is true, but it just, yeah. Oh, no, we're, we're safe, because even if we had, like, a brownout right now, even if the big brownout, I got that 30-minute uh, power, uh, the, the backup, see? I got to do a brownout at 2 o'clock. <laughs> 21 till 2 at 560 WQAM. Elvis, 68 votes, the greatest American entertainer of the 20th century. Bob Hope, 63. Thanks for the memories. Johnny Carson, 46. Roger Marks, 44. Frank Sinatra, 41. Jackie Gleason, 30. Steve Martin, 21. Lucy, 20. And after that, it's a small table. I noticed uh, Charlie Chaplin, 10. Liberace's got nine. Ready for that? Yes. And Stevie Tyler's got four. By now, you've been hearing a lot about laminate cirrus and how laminate wood flooring from laminate cirrus is the easy, the smart, 
the low-maintenance alternative to natural wood flooring, which costs you a bundle. Laminates R Us is the best place to find laminated wood flooring from the top makers in the universe, Peridor, Pergo, Wilson Art, Uniflooring, Quick Step 2. They've got all the top names all the time, all installed by Pergo certified installers. Here's another good reason why you ought to be called Laminates R Us. Their prices will positively floor you. Right now, you can get their summer special for just 1995 bucks. That's correct. Just 1995 gets you up to 380 square feet of beautiful laminate wood flooring. It is positively unbelievable. So uh, don't forget, Laminates R Us will match any legitimate written offer, too. If you want a free and home estimate, call Laminates R Us toll-free, 1-877-777-3336. What could be easier? What could be a bigger piece of cake? Free carpet disposal, free furniture moving, and a 25-year warranty. And, of course, years and years of beautiful, easy care, laminate wood flooring. Call them today and tell them that old Neil told you to call Laminates R Us, toll-free, 1-877-777-3336. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. UAM. Rogers. Ah. God is great. We will bring great Satan to his knees on a humble. Hey, Mr. Taliban, give me ten dollars. If you say no, we're going to drop a bomb. Hey, Mr. Taliban, give me ten dollars. If you say no, we're going to drop a bomb. Prepare for a holy war. Going to the jihad, don't be late. Coming in from every single terrorist state. Kabul, Yemen, Iraq, Iran. I'll be strapping on my suicide bomb. Let's rock. Praise Allah, let's rock. Got my beard and my long white smock. Going to the jihad, rock. Shiite 2 says to Hamas 4, get the boys ready for a holy war. Fatah 2 says to Martyr 3, come on and kill some women and children with me. Let's rock. Praise Allah, let's rock. We don't want Hala. Got my long white smock. I'm going to the Jihad Rock. Bin Laden hiding coming out of his cave. Taliban monkeys start to rant and rave. Black veil women begging in the crowd. But buddies only know ladies allowed. Let's rock. Praise Allah, let's rock. Put on my bloody white smock. Going to the jihad rock. Quick, Mohammed, turn on CNN. Check latest American troop position. To the jihad, don't be late. Coming in from every single terrorist state. Kabul, Yemen, Iraq, Iran. I'll be strapping on my suicide bomb. Let's rock. Praise Allah, let's rock. We don't want Allah. Got my beard and my long white smock. I'm going to the jihad, rock. Going to the jihad, rock. Shiite 2 says to Hamas 4, get the boys ready for a holy war. Fatah 2 says to Martyr 3, come on and kill some women and children with me, let's rock. Let's rock. got my beard and my long white smock. I'm going to the Jihad Rock, I'm going to the Jihad. Bring great Satan to his knees. Kill the infidels.
The United States has no quarrel with the Iraqi people. Our quarrel is with Iraq's dictator and with his aggression. Iraq will not be permitted to annex Kuwait. It's just the way it's going to be. We like to beat Saddam Hussein and hit him with a pie. Sit back and watch his head explode like a melon way to ride. He tried to steal away Kuwait and beat the Oyushi. This is Rush Limbaugh, servant of humanity, talk show host, hemorrhoid sufferer. Folks, at over 300 pounds, I know the agony of this kind of dilemma. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you there's help. With new preparation rush and my rush to excellent suppositories. Now you can end the pain and itching of hemorrhoidal tissue. Just look for my picture on the box of suppositories and the applicator tube. Another fine product from OIB, the Obesity in Broadcasting Network. Sure, we don't want to let oh, him yeah. any more of those uh, brownouts, huh? Yeah. 
Well, no, they've been threatening with rolling brownouts all along, but I guess when they got through the whole day yesterday and the subway ran and the streetcars and everything, and people figured, oh, okay, problem over. Surprise. My favorite is the ground brownout. 150, 10 till 2. There's nothing like a ground brown. Doesn't, isn't she like him to fudge brown that works with the dolphins? Hey, speaking of all of that, good stuff to eat. How about the Emerald Coast? Man, you can go over there and when in doubt, just pig out because they've got a ton of food waiting for you. All you people with a big appetite, this is the place for you. The number one Asian buffet in the universe. They're in Sunrise, North Miami Beach, and the newest one is in Pembroke Pines. Start out your mouth-watering experience with one or two or all of their six fantastic soups and dozens and zillions of succulent entrees. They have New York Strip made to order in the Gourmet Center. It's a sizzling Asian grill where you'll find grilled shrimp scampi style, jumbo scallops wrapped in bacon, and their new seafood Saint-Jacques. And if that isn't enough to fill you up, try the Dungeness Crab and Ginger and Scallions, hand-carved prime rib, the new Oriental Chicken Salad, and dozens and dozens of delicious mouth-watering uh, goodies. Emerald Coast Buffet promotes only healthy uh, cooking, too, because they cook only with cholesterol-free oils. There's no MSG, no cornstarch. You won't walk out with a headache, just a big smile on your puss and a full puppet. And if you have any room left at the end of the meal, Emerald Coast features a full dessert bar, too, featuring pies, cakes, pastries, ice cream with all your favorite toppings, and fresh fruit. As well, and there's nothing like a fresh fruit. Emerald Coast, you'll find them in Sunrise, Pine Island of 44th Street. They're on Collins Avenue, just north of 163rd, North Miami Beach, and also at the intersection of Flamingo and Pembroke Roads in prestigious Pembroke Pines. Take the whole family, take the whole gang from work, or book your next business luncheon right now. All size parties welcome. Let them do the cooking for you at the Emerald Coast. Takeout and delivery is always available too. Call 954. 572-3822. And don't forget, it's Tuesday, which means Duff will not be singing karaoke tonight. That's the good news. 954, what? No, nothing. No, he's great. Well, he's on vacation anyway. 954-572-3822 for information on the world-flaming Emerald Coast Chinese Buffet. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Kraft Foods, part of the Philip Norris family. And we know what your kids want for dinner. More Kraft nicotine and cheese, please. <laughs> it's Kraft's own creamy, delicious processed cheese melted over pure, hugely addictive nicotine. Kids love it. Mm. <laughs> it's the nicotine. It's the cheese. <laughs> no, you're right. It's the nicotine. My kids can't get enough of Kraft nicotine and cheese. Where is it, you old hag? Where is it? Now, Billy, stop digging under those seat cushions. I've got more nicotine and cheese right here. Oh, great, Mom. Mmm, Kraft nicotine and cheese. It's the nicotiniest. Clap Nicotine and Cheese, part of the Philip Norris family. We keep trying to distance ourselves from being an evil representative of tobacco-related death, but somehow it just isn't working. The Academy Awards, the stars, the glitz, the glamour. But this year, there's one thing missing, Billy Crystal. Just because he's not this year's host doesn't mean you can't enjoy his trademark Oscar song parody. Ladies and gentlemen, please give a warm welcome to the Billy Crystal 2002 Oscar CD. You must have seen a beautiful mind. That Russell Crowe's a really smart guy. The Billy Crystal 2002 Oscar CD. The self-appointed elder statesman of contemporary American comedy is back with this collection of hastily composed tunes about all your favorite Oscar contenders. The bedroom, the quiet bedroom, Sissy Spacex sleeps tonight. 
every movie, every director, and every star is regaled in song by the incomparable and intolerable Billy Crystal. R-E-T-A-R-D, that's what Sean Penn appears to be. One listen to the Billy Crystal 2002 Oscar CD, and you'll scream, uh, whoopee! This Lord of the Rings really shines for Frodo, yes it does. The Billy Crystal 2002 Oscar CD, because Oscar-nominated songs aren't horrible enough. Agent Butts and Agent Cheeks work hard to solve their queerest case yet. Agent Butts speaking. Butts, Cheeks, get down here now. I've got a sniff. Oh, should I bring the wine? Oh, would you just can it, girlfriend? I'm talking about a dead body. Ew, necro, no, no. CSI, Fire Island. Harvey Firestein and Richard Simmons star as TV's newest, not-so-ambiguously-gay crime-solving duo. Check out this, Butts. I've examined the physical evidence. Let's get physical, physical. Hey, what? why don't you put a plug in it, Butts? Now, I've deduced that the assailant prefers entering through the back door. Oh, great. That narrows down the list of suspects completely. CSI Fire Island with special guest star Rupert Everett. Be still, my heart. Love him. Don't miss CSI Fire Island. Coming soon, but not too quickly, to CBS. Around the world, it might go a little bit something like this. 